Hey, ass butt. Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Hi. Hello. We are still together, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> again, not in a relationship, <laughs> but just in the same room. We're in a relationship <laughs> of sorts. We like, are. You know, a friend relationship. We are. We know? are. We are still together in our friend relationship. <laughs> that is true. Ooh, how many years has it been? Wait, how old is Killian? It's been like almost, it's been like it's been eight like and a half nine years. years. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Because like. Because, yeah, he turned eight. Um, what, like three months ago? Wait. Yeah, yeah, eight and a half. We'll go with that. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Aww. <laughs> we're gonna have to do something for our tenth anniversary. <laughs> but we'd have to figure out what that actually was. That's true. That would be up to you to. Look I'm pretty back sure I can just call my insurance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like hey, yeah. <laughs> when did I get my first massage? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But we are coming up. This month, right? Or next month on our, March, our fifth yeah. our fifth uh podcasting fifth? anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I, I think we were talking about that was it yesterday? Maybe? I think so, yeah. And we were trying to figure out what it was. Yeah, because we like started recording in March, right? And but yeah. we didn't publish our first episode till I think August. Oh, something like that. Yeah. It took us freaking forever. Because we wanted to do a full I think we wanted to do a full season before we mm-hmm. started publishing. Yeah, I think that was the right move. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're living, we're living episode to episode. Is that what we call it? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yes. So, and sometimes, like, you probably have noticed that that doesn't always happen. So, you know, like, there's been a few, like, uh, whoops, uh, next week actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. That's expected. That's how life goes. Yeah, especially since you're, you know, pregnant, and there's just been a lot of doctor's appointments for the both of us in the last, like. few weeks especially so there's yeah. been some you know snafus but yeah it's fine but we will do our best <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh, today we're talking about season 10 episode 19 called the werther project i was really looking forward to this episode because i remember just really enjoying um the idea and the execution of just the whole box and the lore and oh, everything yeah. that has to happen is really macabre and and i just think that's awesome yeah. you know like do i want to encounter it never but <laughs> i just really thought this episode was well done yeah so um okay so we start out in st louis missouri uh we are in 1973 uh we see a big white suburban house uh inside the house a teenage girl named Susie is laying on the couch watching tv her teenage brother named brad walks in and turns the tv off I just want to comment here that <laughs> pretty typical. I yeah. So I want to talk about Susie and her outfit. I love it. Like I don't remember what she was. She's wearing. just wearing like she just had the whole the whole thing. She's got the like the two braids, and then like 
I don't exactly remember what her shirt is doing, but it's like, it's, you know, it's V-neck, it's fitted, it's tucked in. And then these amazing pink, like high-waisted flare pants, like not quite bell bottoms, uh-huh. not quite not bell bottoms. Yeah. But I was just like, every time she moved, I was just like, perfection, man. You're okay, nailing here's it. here's the thing. Yeah. I always, growing up, thought that bell bottoms were smaller than flares. Um, that is not, I got it backwards, but I don't know that what I think is accurate, honestly. Well, that's the thing is I've tried to figure it out for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. I think like, I think so from what I've been told from other people, Mm -hmm. it goes like, you know, skinny jeans, the straight cuts, and you've got like your boot cuts and then you've got flares and then bell bottoms are bigger than flares. Yeah. All growing up, I thought that bell it went bell bottoms and then flares. I thought flares were like the biggest, you know, oh, ones. Because, yeah. like, let's be real, flares are pretty freaking big, you know. Yeah. Like they, they kind of go everywhere. So, which I mean, it's just totally not my style, and it doesn't look good on me. But like, I, uh, yeah, I, I, for years thought that that was the thing, you know. Because, mm-hmm. and I think so, flares kind of like they go down to like past the knee and they're kind of tight and then they flare out where bell bottoms is more of like a gradual just like large leg I don't know I don't don't remember I'm not sure if that's if that's the difference like where it starts to widen there (laughs) yeah after your knee I'm just not sure I'm gonna look that up so yeah bell bottom and you know I kind of did think that they were mostly like interchangeable words for the same thing though you know that's what I thought too but I okay so Bell bottoms are fit with bell shape from the knee downwards. Flares are narrower, which loosen um, or start to widen more around mid calf. So, like, bell bottoms start flaring at the knees, and then the flares start like lower. Lower. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And they're not as obviously big as the bell bottoms. Okay. Bell bottoms are bigger. Got it. Huh. I've just never understood that whole style, anyways. Like, it's just, I mean, it's just not my thing, but like. Mm Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not really into 70s fashion. Not that, I, it, not that when I say that, I just mean I can't pull off that look like that. Oh, yeah, I don't no. have the right body shape yeah, for I that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, I like the look just fine. Also, I'm not that into the the colors of like the oranges and the browns. Again, because yeah. those colors look terrible on me. Oh, yeah. I look so, sick every time yeah. I wear anything like yellow, mm-hmm. you know, or even just like a mustard color yeah. or orange or whatever. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, are you okay? And I'm like, right. I'm fine. And they're like... You don't look so good. You look good. sick. Yeah. Right. Know, like, you look like you don't feel so good. And it's like, okay, great. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same here. I mean, and, and people can pull off those colors and that style. Yeah. They look awesome. So it's yeah. not that I'm opposed to that. It's just no. on me. I can't. Yeah. People are like, I like, I mean, the flares are definitely coming back around and I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of people wearing them, especially like more like the Western style flares, mm-hmm. which to me are a little bit more doable. Like I would try it. Mm-hmm. And not commit to it. Like, I would try it on just to see how it fit, maybe. But, like, I just, I don't know. I don't think that it's right for my body type, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I, I can't picture it in my head. Cause probably because I've just never seen you in pants like that. I mean, yeah. I've seen you in boot cuts, I'm pretty sure. With oh, I wear boot cuts all the time. And that looks great on you. But that's different, but though. That is They're different. not as, like, I mean, that's just enough to go around my cowboy boots, which, yeah. I mean, for me, that's kind of, like, a functional thing. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm not going and, you know, going out with the horses or something, like, I'm probably going to be in, like, skinny jeans, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I know. I remember being like so upset about the idea of skinny jeans. <laughs> and I think at that point I was pretty much like boot cut or die, you know? Yeah. And then skinny jeans happened and I was like, never. <laughs> and then of course I got used to it. And now I think I look weird when I'm not wearing skinny jeans. Huh. Like I just look like, I don't think I've only ever seen you in skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm branching out. I mean, I've seen you in other types of pants, but like mm-hmm. as far as jeans go, I yeah. think I've only ever seen you in skinny yeah. jeans. Yeah. I most I do have like I think I have one pair that fits me right now and it's more of a it's more of a boot cut you yeah. know it's definitely not a flare yeah um but it yeah it's just I don't know like getting back into that style I realized like wow I'm a short person you know and these that style makes me look a lot shorter and <sighs> dumpier you know oh which so I'm just like uh I don't know but but you know I guess you know at 40 where I am now like it probably doesn't matter to anybody, yeah, I feel like, <laughs> what kind of jeans I'm wearing. So yeah, I I feel like yeah. I wonder like I haven't really like considered height with all of these different. You mm-hmm. know, like I could see where somebody that was shorter it would make them look wider in general to have exactly. wider so like the flares and stuff. Yeah, like it does. where somebody who's taller it wouldn't look as much that way. So mm-hmm. I could see where that would maybe look slightly better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think the boot cut is probably one of the better cuts for me in general, as far as like, you know, looks wise. Mm-hmm. Cause like skinny jeans, I just like, just make me look that much taller and considering they're not usually long enough, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there's uh, that too. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I get <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, at 40, like no one probably expects me to be trendy. So. I mean, I don't really, oh, well. yeah, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't expect yeah, people to, I, I, I think at this point in my life, I just expect people to wear what they like rather than what's trendy. Yes, exactly. When you're in like high school and stuff, then okay, fine. Yeah. Like, or if you're in like your early twenties, it's like, Ooh, I want to be trendy and blah, 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 blah. Like I get that. But I think mm-hmm. once you get to the point where you're like more comfortable with yourself and you don't care as much, like yeah, exactly. You like, wear stuff that you like and that, you're and that makes in you and, feel good. And yeah, like, yeah, I feel like this looks good on my body, even yeah. if it's not like specifically like stylish and to look good yeah like you know so yeah yeah anyway okay we're we're old (laughs) that's all we basically just said is that we're old and confused by teenage fashion it is (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're in this house with Susie. she's looking bomb (laughs) and uh her brother turns off the tv she says hey brad says get lost Susie says my show just started you have a record player in your room brad says dad's speakers are better Susie says, tough luck. And then she turns the TV back on. Then their mom walks in carrying a basket of laundry. She says, I need the laundry sorted. The workmen have finally left for the day and I have my hands full with dinner. She turns off the TV and says uh, to Susie, and please, none of your Betty Frieden stuff, which I am hoping you go over in the interesting Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who that is, but okay. A feminist. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Basically <clears throat> is kind of the long and short of it. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Susie says, it's not fair. Uh, Brad, meanwhile, puts an album on the record player. Susie says to him, or nope, lying. She says to her mom, look, I always get stuck with the hard chores just because I'm a girl. Her mom says, yeah, well, tough luck. (laughs) Okay. It's like, okay, then. Yep. So Susie carries the laundry down the hall and past her dad's office. Uh, The door's open. She sees him on the phone. 
into his phone. He says, the house is great, Ted. It's a bit of a fixer, but it's a real beaut. It was caught in some ownership model for years, but finally hit the market and I left. Um, I, just reading this just now, did not <laughs> connect that when I wrote it down, apparently. But um, so they just moved into this house. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Just figured that out just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, it says that later on. Too. I don't remember that. Or they they talk about how the family got in the house or something okay. like that later on, from what okay. I remember. That's funny. <laughs> okay. I could be just making shit up, but I'm pretty sure they talk about that later in the episode. Yeah. Okay. If they don't, don't come after me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so dad closes his office door so he can continue with Colin private. Susie walks by her mom, who's in the kitchen, and goes down into the basement. She puts the basket of laundry on the washing machine and then sort of looks at uh, a, a wall in front of her. It's just kind of blank concrete, right? I think Ish. it's... I, I don't think... It, I think it's like plaster or drywall or something okay. like that. I don't think it's like a concrete yeah. wall. Uh, she walks over to a toolbox and takes out a sledgehammer. She goes over to the wall. She hears her mom's voice yell from upstairs. Don't spend all day down there. Okay, but she's been down there for 30 seconds. I know. Also, like, you're the one that wanted her to go down there. Right. So. Like, like, it, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Whatever. Uh, so Susie takes the sledgehammer and starts hammering at the wall. <laughs> she makes a big asshole. And like, then, who does that? Who just, okay, if I were to do that at my parents' house and just be like, they wouldn't just what's it? ignore that sound. Oh, no, they'd be like, what are you doing? Also, they'd be like, um, you are in trouble from here to ever. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> why that, are you making holes in my wall? That was weird. Also, like, like, they don't ever, that I remember anyways, um, explain why she started doing that. I guess we're just no. supposed to know maybe it was calling well, to her or whatever. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember. I don't think they do. They don't, but like they don't, she doesn't even look at that wall long enough for us to think like, oh, maybe she's being, you know, whatever called to it or whatever. Yeah. You know? She just like, she's just kind of like, like, I'm going to break this shit. You know? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, when I, for, I will say that when I watched the episode, I was kind of like, she's pissed. She's pissed about the laundry and pissed about having to do the chores. So she's like, I'm going to wreck your shit. Yeah. But like, that's kind of how I took it. I just, like, I could see that, but they just didn't really, they just left that part open. Yeah. Like, it needed, it needed, like, another moment of staring at the wall. needed some sort of other or explanation. Like, or, like, a pissed off facial expression, even. Just, yeah. like, literally anything. Yeah, like, so, we need something to go off. Yeah, here. like, and that just, never, I expected that to get answered later, and I, I don't think that it did. But. I don't think so, yeah. So well, she did it. I don't remember. I feel like she talked about breaking the wall but i don't think she said why i don't remember that well, i don't remember yeah i could totally be lying too again like i have no <laughs> idea what i'm doing so it's <laughs> all right well we'll get there <laughs> uh, so she makes like a huge hole in the wall big enough to walk through um on the other side we see there is a whole ass room uh and it contains a large box that looks like a safe uh, it's all cobwebby she steps through the hole uh and inspects the box she tries to open it, but she gets knocked onto her back by a puff of smoke that kind of flies out of it. So she's unconscious on the floor and some like puke colored green smoke kind of floats out of the box. <laughs> it reminded me very much of like the, um, oh, what the, the episode with the Wicked Witch, um, the green. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so the smoke makes its way upstairs. Was uh, that red? I don't think it was red. I don't remember if it was green. I think or red. it was green. I can't remember. Maybe it was purple. 
I got nothing. I I got nothing. Yeah. Could be. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) Susie wakes up and goes upstairs. Uh, The food that is on the stovetop is burning, uh, but the kitchen is empty. She does not turn the stove off. She just keeps going. (laughs) She calls out, Mom. She walks into her dad's office and goes inside. She says, Dad, where's Mom? But she's, uh, she finds her dad laying on the floor dead. Uh, there's blood leaking out of the gunshot wound in his head. Uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't make it. Nope. She runs into the living room and calls out, Mom? Brad? And then she sees that her brother has hung himself in the hallway. Yuck. She walks back into the kitchen and sees her mom over in the corner by the counter. Uh, her mom's back is her mom's back is to her. <laughs> the back is back. The precious. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Mom, says, mom." Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you real quick. I don't know. This reminded me. I think because I said back a couple times. Um, I was at Killian's dojo the other day, and I was talking to one of the other moms, and uh, I don't remember how it came up. I think we were talking about like meeting celebrities and how I'm awful at that. And she was telling me that she, that she used to work at um. I, I don't actually remember where, um, but where they have like regular customers and mm-hmm. she's like, and I have this one or she had this one customer, um, who was a musician mm-hmm. who I definitely had heard of and he's from Auburn. And I immediately go, Oh my God, are you about to tell me, you know, Sir Mix a lot? And she was like, yes. <laughs> Wait, Sir Mix a lot is from Auburn? Hell yeah. He's still there. Yeah. Have I told you about my Sir Mix-a-Lot story, though? I don't think so. Okay, so this is ridiculous, right? (laughs) This is the dumbest shit you'll ever hear in your life. So I, my first job was at a subway in, you know, downtown-ish Auburn Mm -hmm. area. (laughs) And it was during, like, this lunch rush, right? And I had no idea. Like, I knew-ish who Sir Mix-a-Lot was. And by knew-ish, I knew one song, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know two. Maybe three. Definitely two. I'm pretty sure, I mean, at the time, I think I just knew one. Yeah. And I mean, maybe more, but I didn't know that I knew it sort of thing. Yeah. But at any rate, so I'm working and where it was like a lunch rush and there's all these people and these two ladies that are in like probably their forties at the time were like <laughs> with each other. And uh-huh. I'm just like, what the hell is happening? You know? And like, I was doing the checkout. Right. And you know, just checking everybody out. They finally get to the register and they're like, do you know who that was? And I'm like, who are you talking about? Like, yeah. And they're like, that was Sir Mix-a-Lot. And I'm like, it's all been all white men in here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know who Sir Mix-a-Lot is? That's weird. I was just like, what? You know, because I remember like, they, because somebody else in the lot or one of the other workers was like, why do they keep looking at that dude? Because, like, they, you could tell that they were, like, freaking out about yeah. this old white dude, you know? And it was just like, what? Now questioning everything. He's not an old He's white dude. He's not an old white dude. He definitely isn't. And, right. like. <laughs> no, he's not. No. That's what I thought. He looks exactly like I remember he looks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just had me questioning my whole life for a Yeah, second. no. He's. Yeah. He's. He's not white. And so it was like, okay, you know, and like, they're looking at this like old white dude and this, I don't, I don't know if the old white dude even recognized it or if he did, he probably was like, what the hell is wrong with them? Mm -hmm. You know? And like everybody that was working at Subway is like, why are they freaking out about this like random white dude? You know, like, I don't know. And like, they thought he was Sir Mix-a-Lot. I wonder why. How? If you're that excited about seeing Sir Mix-a-Lot, you would think you would at least know what race he is, let alone. Yeah, like, that's, that's 
That's really confusing. I wonder what what? was happening there. I have no idea. They were, like, really excited about this old white guy, though. Yeah. Like, okay, fine, but, like, he he, he didn't Sir Mix a lot. Mm -hmm. He's not, you know, (laughs) nowhere near it. That's crazy. Okay. But, yeah. So huh. okay, that's Ta-da. weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> that's my cervix yeah, lot that's, story. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I love cervix a lot. I do. So, that's great. Okay. Anyway, she so okay. So my my mom friend she she told me that that uh-huh. I was like. I was like, you know, are you about to tell me that you know Sir Mix a lot? And she was like, uh huh. And I was like, I'm just gonna touch you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, not an old white guy. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, no, that's really, really weird. Not even a little bit. Huh. Nice try, though. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, clearly they genuinely thought that, though. Oh, they, they genuinely did. That- they were like all a twitter yeah, you know like right. just like, it's hmm. like and they like asked me because i was the one at the cashier they're like do you know who that was oh my gosh and they were like so excited and they're i was they literally was like that was their mix a lot and i'm like i i just was like i don't know who that is. you know like i just kind of went like oh, sure. i don't know who that is because i was like i don't think you know i was just confused by the whole situation honestly i, I was like too. uh you know yeah but anyway. yeah Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Okay. Her mom's got her back to Susie. She runs over to her mom and kind of like hugs her around the waist and then sinks to her knees, uh, still holding on to her mom. Uh, her mom, though, is like super out of it. Um, she says, the mom says, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be just fine. And then her mom picks a knife up off the counter and slices her own throat. Uh, I just want to say... Susie, that's a lot of fucking trauma. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like that was just like <laughs> Dad, brother, mom, all gone. I know. Within a span of like just two like, minutes. I was yeah. just like, wow, like that's that's kind of messed up. But yeah. uh okay, and then we got our opening title sequence. So we cut to uh the restaurant from the end of the last episode. We got Sam and Rowena sitting at a table talking about, you know, uh if Rowena will help Sam. Rowena says, there's only one thing you could possibly do for me that I can't, at least presently, do for myself. Kill my son. He's expecting it for me. Already has his stinky minions on high alert. <laughs> and if you're wondering how a mother can get to the point of wanting her own son, Sam interrupts her and says, no, I'm really not. I'll do it. I'll <laughs> He's like, it's done. Crowley. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, done. I've been wanting to do that for a while anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sam says, first things first. Can you read the book? Rowena says, of course I can. I'm likely the only witch alive who can understand such old dark magic, just not in its present form. Sam says, drinks on me. And then he closes the lockbox with the book inside uh, and looks like he's ready to leave. Rowena says, hey, you're not going anywhere, pal. I'm your mortal enemy. I've tried to kill you and your brother. <laughs> your brother as recently as last month. It's like, and look at how well that's done for I you. know. Like, come on, you're not right. that scary. Yeah. Yep. She says, you wouldn't have come to me if I wasn't your last resort. You're desperate. You can stop pretending you're not. Sam's cell starts to vibrate and takes it out of his pocket. Rowena says, so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Sam reads a text message from Dean that reads, hitting a nest in Tulsa. Join if you want. Rowena says, now I can't read the book in its present form, but there is someone who could. Nadia, Grand Coven Witch. Sam says, where do I find her? 
Rowena says, you don't. She's dead. Long ago. Murdered for her life's work. Her decryption formulas, her codex, that you can find. Bring me Nadia's codex and I'll break this text right open and give you your cure. Sam says, where do I look? Rowena says, if I were you, I'd start at home. Who do you think murdered Nadia and stole the codex in the first place? Sam says, the amount of letters. So we cut to Dean inside a trailer. He just like machetes a vampire head <laughs> off. <laughs> Looks around and we see a bunch of headless bodies around him. He leaves the trailer and starts washing his machete in a barrel of water. Uh, then he tries to wash the blood off of his hands. Uh, there's a refrigerator just hanging out on the grass nearby, and he opens it up and pulls out a can of beer. He says, ha ha, jackpot! <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Sam runs up to Dean with his machete out. Sam says, Dean! Dean says, hey. Sam says, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, bro? And Sam says, hey, what happened? What is this? Dean says, I know, right? Six vamps. Solo. I think that's got to be a personal best. Sam says, you couldn't have waited. Dean says, for what? <laughs> Sam <laughs> says, for what? Dean says, oh, come on, man. I can handle it. I did handle it. Sam says, what if you cut it? And he gives Dean the, you know, what the fuck look. Dean says, but I did. It's done. Come on, man. It's the only way I can take the edge off. I'm sorry. I don't always like to wait around for you, especially with you looking at me like that all the time. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, look at you like what? Dean says, like that. Like I'm some sort of a diseased killer puppy. And, oh, that sounds so cute. I mean, <laughs> little rabbit thing. Yeah. And Dean says, you know what, man? I'm sweaty and I'm covered in vamp juice. <laughs> I can't, I'm sweaty. You. He says, "Can we just talk about this later? I'd like to get back to the bunker, get my buzz on, and uh, you know, pass out watching Speed Two Cruise Control." <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "We cool?" And then he walks away from Sam, and Sam says, "Cool." So we cut to Dean's bedroom. Uh, Dean is asleep in bed with headphones on. Sam looks through the doorway at him and then walks down the hall. He goes to the library and begins looking through files. Uh, he finds an envelope, a large envelope, and takes out an audio tape reel. He puts on some headphones and listens to the tape. Uh, the voice on the tape is a man named Markham. Uh, he says, please, let's come to order. Men of Letters, meeting minutes, May 16th, 1956, on the matter of Cuthbert Sinclair's expulsion. This is hardly your first offense, Cuthbert. Cuthbert? Cuthbert? Cuthbert. I think it's the same guy. I just, I always, I was going to say, we've talked, we, we've met him before. Absolutely. This is like yeah. his third episode. Yeah. I really love this actor again. Um, but I just, I couldn't remember if it, how to say his name. So Cuthbert, Cuthbert I think. Cuthbert. Yeah. Okay. From what I remember. So then we, um, like his viewers kind of get a flashback to this meeting. Um, <clears throat> the mental letters are sitting around a table in the library while the tape deck records. Markham says, you've been cited for disciplinary infractions seven times in the course of your tenure. This enchanted vault of yours, this Werther box, a wording so potent it achieves a theoretical rate of, in your own words, 98% lethality. I have never said that word. Did I say it right? Lethality. I think so, yeah. Okay. Cuthbert says. Sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> I won't question it. Okay. <laughs> Cuthbert says, extreme measures were warranted. The coven's desperate to get the codex back. The Werther box works. Markham says, all too well, I'd say. Working in secret, embarking on this project without oversight, 
You left two fellow men of letters vulnerable to your most potent magics. I want this guy to stop saying potent. It's making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, he says, Fletcher and Martinez were members in good standing. Fletcher chanced upon the box and died in two hours. Martinez heroically tried to shut it down. We found him dead on the floor beside the box, his wrists cut. Cuthbert says, I already apologized for that accident. I refuse to do so again. Why are you all so small-minded? Hmm? We were brought here to do great things, to take risks, to bring the fight to the monsters of this world. And yet, to a man, you choose instead to molder in these stacks. Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> he says, you are not men. You are not men. You're librarians. Nothing more. Markham says, before we rule on what is to be done with you, I'm prepared to give you a chance to secure our leniency. Tell us how to shut it down. The box is still in St. Louis with the codex. It's still a danger. Cuthbert says, let me tell you what you can do with your leniency, Markham. <laughs> you know, I saw the seven up your booty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He says, you know, I saw the writing on the wall. I knew you cowards would shut this project down, which is why I built it the way I did. There's only one way to silence the Werther for good. Let's just say Martinez was on the right track. I doubt you lot have the guts, but you're welcome to die trying. Then Cuthbert leaves with two men of letters following. Uh, another men of letters member says, Markham, would you have us keep trying? Markham says, the box is to be interred and guarded where it stands in perpetuity. Perpetuity. Oh, I can't fucking say that. Close enough. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Markham says, bury it. Uh, back in real time, Sam turns off the tape. He takes a book off a shelf and finds uh, the page with the address for the Men of Letters headquarters in St. Louis. He jots the address down onto a notepad. We cut to Rowena sleeping in a bed. Uh, her phone is ringing. She wakes up and puts the, or takes the cell phone out from under her pillow. She says, it's a bit early. She answers the phone and says, I'm over 300 years old. Beauty sleep isn't optional. <laughs> Somebody's bitchy in the morning. Know, right? <laughs> uh, it's Sam calling. He says, I've been looking into the, uh, thing we discussed. So I got a lead, but it's guarded by a violent enchantment. I need a spell to break the spell. <clears throat> Rowena says, Mm -hmm. The Kiberian invocation. I, I don't know if that's how it's said, but whatever. It's a thing. <laughs> she says, easy to obtain. Good all-purpose disenchantment. Excuse me. Sam says, great, thanks. Rowena says, uh, but it's not recommended for amateurs. In inexperienced hands, the invocation has a way of fizzling out. I could come. You might need me. Sam says, I'll take my chances. Thanks. And then he hangs up. Uh, so we cut to Susie's big white house in St. Louis. It has clearly not been taken care of in a while. Uh, Sam walks up to the front door where there's a pile of newspapers on the porch. Sam looks in through a window and then takes out his lock pick. Uh, but someone is watching him from inside. He tries to pick the lock on the front door and a shotgun pops right out of the mail slot <laughs> and right at his man bit. <laughs> I'll blow him off. I know. <laughs> Sam says, whoa. Uh, we see that it's a grown up Susie holding the gun. She says, bad idea. Sam says, I can explain. Susie says, yeah, don't bother. You got three choices. Get arrested, get your bits blown off, or get back. <laughs> Sam says, yeah, all right. I think I'll, uh, I'll get back. Sorry. <laughs> and he backs away and down the stairs. He's like, normally I would try harder for this, but I want to keep my bits. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Susie says, attaboy. Sam says, yeah, and then scurries downstairs, get backs and gets back in his car. Uh, the passenger door opens, and Dean slides into the seat. 
Dean says, hey, Sammy, how's the case? Sam says, what are you doing here? Dean says, well, it looks like I, uh, I'm here to save your sack. <laughs> Where's your pot piece, Sammy? Okay. <laughs> Did yes, we talk about that? No, no, no. We were just talking about it. yesterday. We, I don't know how the, the word or the term cod piece came up, but then we had a big discussion and had and did some googling on what a cod piece actually was. I feel like how did that? I don't remember how up. that happened. Were we talking about? No, I, don't I think about. I thought that somebody said cod. Instead of something else. And then I think you might have said cod piece. That is what And happened. then Killian was like, what is that? And then we're both like, you know. <laughs> like, I, I think I have an idea, yeah. but I'm not totally yeah. sure. So we looked it up. Yeah. We were afraid to Google, but did it anyway. And it turned out better than some of our other real. searches. <laughs> and in this podcast, the amount of things I've Googled, I've got to be on a list somewhere. You know, like, there's no way they're like, something's wrong with this one. <laughs> could be worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it could be much worse. Oh, like that. I just, I, I was reading these articles. There's this case that was uh, this murder case trial thing that was in um, the news uh, maybe a month ago. And it's this guy who like clearly killed his wife um, mm -hmm. and they, they're looking for her. Like he's on trial. They can't find her body, but he did like, after he reported her missing, mm -hmm. did all these searches, like real specifically Googled, like how do you uh, dismember and destroy a woman, 115 pound body of a woman? And, like it was, just, <laughs> it was a couple of searches like that that were just Idiot. like so specific and like, yeah, she's 115 pounds. Like it was just, yeah, it was just like, too much. Like, you idiot. Just like yeah. wow, are you really like wow? Somebody's stupid. And no, I yeah. mean like, yeah. How did that not cross your mind that like somebody's gonna know? This is gonna be in my search history. This is gonna, you know, like right. Yeah. All they'd have to do is be like, can I have your phone, please? And you'd be fucked. <laughs> like, no, it's just like, no, like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. So anyways, that reminded me of it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Burp, 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 burp. Dean's here to save a sack. He says, look, you were right. Okay. I shouldn't have gone off solo like I did. It was stupid. Sam says, and <laughs> Dean says, and selfish. It was a douche move. If you're doing this case by yourself to teach me a lesson, you don't have to. Okay. Sam says, how'd you find me? Dean says, uh, I uh, took an etching off your notepad. <laughs> then I decided to take a crack at the St. Louis suicide house. Sam says, so you know about it. Dean says, I got the basics from Google. The family moves into a long vacant house. One week later, three of them died by their own hands. Whole family wiped out except for the daughter, which the house is still under her name. I'm figuring she's the one who nearly unmanned you back there. <laughs> I know. That's a one way to say it. <laughs> Dean says, but see, here's what I don't get. A cold case is one thing, but this is sub-zero. I mean, there's nothing even in our wheelhouse, unless you know something I don't. Sam says, yeah, um, that, long vacant that long vacant home used to be a Men of Letters chapter house. Remember Magnus? Dean says, you mean the dickwad X-Men of letters that tried to make a zoo exhibit of me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Sam says, before he was expelled, he, he, <laughs> he built Werther, a magical box with a deadly alarm system. Werther is buried somewhere in that house. It was so, supposed to have been guarded, but I'm guessing that plan went out the window when Abaddon massacred the entire membership in 58. 
Dean says, and then the house stayed in limbo until some lucky family bought it. Sam says, where there's a time bomb and it needs to be diffused. Not only is this in our wheelhouse, it's our responsibility. Dean says, our responsibility? Sam says, we're men of letters. It's our legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) Dean says, well, hey, if you say this is the case, I'm in. If you'll have me. So Dean walks up to the front door of Susie's house and knocks. He looks down at the mail slot and covers his junk with his hands. (laughs) Susie opens the door, aiming her gun at him. She says, what did I say? Dean says, I, ah! (laughs) Susie says, you're not, fellow tried to, what do you want? Dean says, you saw him. Oh, tell me you did. I'm sorry, but my name is Dwight Twilly. <laughs> I'm in the neighborhood watch. Uh, we're looking into a few recent break-ins. And if you saw the guy and you could give me a description, it would be mighty helpful. If I could, uh, if I could just have a minute of your time. And then Dean kind of pushes past her into the house. Uh, Susie says. He's like, great, thanks, I'm in. No, no, <laughs> right. Susie says, uh, tall white fella. Dean says, uh-huh. Susie says, pretty hair. <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, mm-hmm. And you were about to blow off his bits. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, outside the house, we see Sam picking the lock of the back door into the house. Back inside, Dean says, it's a nice house you have here. Uh, Susie says, Susie. Dean says, Susie, you live alone? <clears throat> Susie says, just me and Gus. Okay, you're being creepy asking questions like that, Dean. That's not cool. I know, like, that, that's, no. That's not going to make anybody suspicious exactly. at all. You know? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Uh, she says, just me and Gus. Dean says, Gus? And Susie holds up her gun. <laughs> I like that she named her gun Gus. Yeah. <laughs> we see Sam covertly enter the kitchen through the back door. Uh, and then the water kettle begins to whistle. And Susie goes to the kitchen. Uh, Dean follows her. And he, see, see, blah, blah, blah. he sees <laughs> Sam uh, hiding in the hallway connected to the kitchen. Uh, Susie turns off the kettle. And Dean motions for Sam to go. So Sam starts picking the lock of the basement door. Dean says to Susie, so, all alone in this big house, huh? Must get lonely, even with Gus. Again, don't say that shit to people, Dean. That's creepy as fuck. (laughs) Like, ugh. Okay. Susie says, yeah, well, I'm used to alone. She offers Dean a cup of tea, but he says, no, no, I'm fine. Thanks. Sam finally opens the basement door and heads down the steps. He shines his flashlight around and sees a big pile of stacked up furniture uh, hiding the large hole in the wall. That Susie hammered in. <laughs> um, uh, we cut back up to the kitchen. Susie says, been alone here since uh, 80. After my family died, my Aunt Pauline moved in. She took care of me, raised me for a few years. Then, well, uh, I cut back to the basement. Sam is moving the furniture away from the wall hole. It's not quiet. And Dean mm-hmm. and Susie hear it upstairs. Uh, Dean says to Susie, so uh, what, what happened to your aunt? Susie says, well, I told her not to go in the basement. No one goes in the basement. <laughs> this is where her, you can tell she hasn't had any social interaction in a long time. Yeah. Because she just don't say that. That's weird. Yeah, That's no. weird. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, the whole situation is weird. Oh, but... it's weird. Both of them are acting weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in the Maybe that's why she doesn't get it is because she's also a little bit weird. That's so, true. Like, she's just like, oh, checks out. You right. Know? Uh, in the basement, Sam goes through the hole to the Werther box. Uh, in the kitchen... Susie has her back to Dean at the counter. Um, did I? No. Sorry. My notes are all wonky here. In the kitchen. Dean says, what's in the basement, Susie? <laughs> she has her back to him at the counter and doesn't respond. 
Dean asks, ma'am, you okay? Down in the basement, Sam is putting ingredients for a spell into a bowl. Upstairs, Susie turns around to face Dean with a gun in her hand. A different gun, not Gus. <laughs> Dean says, oh, whoa, Susie. Susie says, my social... <laughs> Susie says, my social skills may be rusty, but I'm no idiot. Doorbell hasn't rung in months, and two visitors in one hour, one breaking in, and the other asking all sorts of questions about, Dean says, I told you, I was from the Neighborhood Watch. I, Susie says, yeah, yeah, Neighborhood Watch, right. Boy, you've seen this house. There's only one thing in here worth getting at, and it sure as hell ain't me. You came for the box. Back in the basement, the ingredients in the bowl are on fire. Sam chants, hmm, some Latin. We'll just stick with that. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. And, uh, it's like purificare la magia-ish. We'll go with it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the kitchen, Susie says, whoever left that godforsaken thing down there, I knew someday someone would come for it. I swore never to let that happen. He's downstairs, isn't he? Dean says, he's my brother, and we're here to help you. Susie says, you call him up here now. You call him up here now. So Dean yells out, Sam, Sammy. Uh, in the basement, Sam chants the Latin again. <laughs> in the kitchen, Dean yells, she wants you up here now. In the basement, Sam turns the handle on the Werther box. Up in the kitchen, Dean and Susie hear a boom from downstairs. <laughs> Hit rat <laughs> Susie shouts, no, no, get out, get out, you bastards. Uh, Dean moves towards the front door and says, okay, okay. Susie says, you let it out. Uh, the green puke smoke comes up to the basement <laughs> into the kitchen and it goes right into Susie and Dean's eyes. Sam runs upstairs and joins them. He says, Dean, Susie points her gun at Sam who says, hey, 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 take it easy. Susie says, you have any idea what you've done? Sam says, put the gun down. We can talk about this. Okay. Suddenly, the uh, ghost, I don't I know it's not actually a ghost, but Susie's dead brother appears behind Sam and Dean, looking all, you know, dead and fucked up. <laughs> looking very dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Susie says, what's that? Brad, the brother, says, hey, Susie, you miss me? Susie says, oh, my God. Dean asks Sam, what's wrong with her? Sam says, I don't know. Susie says, stay back, stay back. And then she aims the gun at her dead brother. Dean says to Sam, Go. And they run out of the room. Brad says, come on, Suze. Not any way to treat your family. Susie shoots at her dead brother and then sees her dead mother, which is more upsetting, I think. <laughs> mother says, hello, Susie. In the other room, Dean says to Sam, what are you doing, huh? You don't have a plan. You don't have a defense. You've got nothing. I know. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Dean? Like... Well, that seemed really out of place for me, but I guess we're just supposed to understand that he's all, you know, green puke smoked or whatever. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Susie runs into the office and sees her dead father. He says, you did this to us. Uh, then her dead mom appears and says, you let it out. Then dead Brad appears and mm -hmm. says, we died while you slept. Back in the living room with the boys, uh, they hear Susie yell, no. <laughs> Sam yells, Susie. <laughs> and then he runs towards the office, uh, but Dean turns and walks the other way. Um, grass suddenly appears around his feet, uh, even though he's still in the living room. Sam goes down the hall and calls out, Susie? He comes to the locked office door and hears her voice say, please, no, stop. 
Sam knocks on the door and yells, Susie, Susie, let me in. I can help you. Inside the office, Susie yells, stop. Sam shouts, Susie, it's not real. Uh, mother says to Susie, you don't have to be sad and you don't have to be alone. Sam says, Susie, please. The mom says, not anymore. Sam says, Susie, hey, let me in. I can help you, okay? Susie says, oh, please, no. Sam says, Susie? Dean? Sorry, I have like the weird little burps again. <laughs> <laughs> Back with Dean, he takes a few steps uh, in the living room, and suddenly he is in purgatory. Uh, I don't know what it is about how they make purgatory uh, look like that. I mean, I know it's just like camera filters and whatever, but the yeah. lighting, really specifically yeah. how it's lit. Mm -hmm. um, Dean just looks so fucking good there. I don't know what, <laughs> what's up with that. Yeah. But like The he, moment you're in like purgatory lighting. It's like the kind of black and white-ish, but not mm -hmm. like, I don't know what you would call that because it's not black and white, but it is. It is very like. It's very muted color. Yeah. It's not like sepia or anything because no. that's more of like a brownish, but right. it's like something like that, but more like gray rather mm -hmm. than brown. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it works for him. Yeah, it does. Let's be real though. <laughs> everything works for him. Mm hmm But yep. yeah. There's also that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, Dean says, Sam, we cut to Sam outside the office. Uh, he hears a gunshot and the door opens. Sam says, Susie. He goes inside and sees that Susie has shot herself and she's dead. Um, we cut to Dean in purgatory. He looks around and sees someone or something out of the corner of his eye. He says, crap. Mm -hmm. Back with Sam in the office, he turns around and sees the ghost of Susie. She says, boo. <laughs> survived 40 years in this house keeping that thing on lockdown and one visit from a putz like you I'm like really yeah you know, <laughs> sam says i'm sorry okay i'm so sorry susie says a lot of good sorry does me look at me look at me and she points to her dead body <sighs> she says there she is the first casualty of your misguided mission but what's another human life to you anything's worth it as long as you two make it out alive and how's that search going any closer to a cure Sam says, this isn't real. You're not real. Susie says, you think Dean's the wild card, the loose cannon. But don't you see? Making deals with witches, opening Pandora's box down there. You're the reckless one. You'll do anything to keep clinging to that doomed brother of yours. How many more will die, Sammy? You know it. You have to be stopped. And the only one who can stop you is you. Do it, Sammy. And this farce once for all. And she looks at a nearby gun, and so does Sam. Suddenly, Rowena appears in the doorway. Mm. She says, mm, Vanessa. I don't know. Vanessa. She says some, <laughs> she says some sort of word. <laughs> uh, and Susie disappears. <laughs> Rowena says, told you you'd need me. Sam says, how did you find me? Rowena says, same way I just saved you. Magic. Had a feeling you might be in over your head. Sam says, yeah, well, you can't be here. If Dean sees you, Sam goes to the living room where Dean is and says, Dean, Dean, still in purgatory, yells, Sam, mm -hmm. Sam, in real life, says to Dean, who is standing in the living room, hey, Dean, what are you doing? But in Dean's head, he is walking through purgatory and is suddenly attacked by a Leviathan. Someone comes and chops, uh, what did I say here? Chops the Leviathan head right off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we see that the chopper is Benny. Hey. Oh, you know what? I was happy to see Benny again. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Even though, like, you know, there's that, you know, maybe weirdness, maybe, who knows, you yeah. know, with the, with the real actor. I I do love, yeah. like, just that, that actor in general, in general, he's he's picked a lot of roles that I approve of. Yeah. And so, and, and I don't think I've seen him in anything else other than Supernatural. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in quite a bit of things. That I can remember anyway. Yeah. I just, he's, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And this character, Benny, is just wonderful and lovely so i was happy to see him again i do like benny yeah and yep. his accent oh you just like this big cuddly <laughs> accent do you do i love it okay uh yeah didn't realize i had cuddly feelings for benny but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> benny says hey chief uh we got to sam's perspective uh of dean standing in the living room he says dean no no it can't no that's not right what the fuck am i doing here um <laughs> You meant that that's what he said. No one like, says that except for Lynn like, just now. Here's the thing. I don't think they let that into the show. No, I don't know what I'm doing. Hold on. My notes are wonky. Uh, Benny says, hey, chief. Um, all right. Well, I'll just skip this bit because it don't make any sense. Um, Dean says, no, no, it can't be you. Uh, Sam in real time says to Dean, hey, 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 hey. And he claps his hands and says, wake up, Dean. Whatever you're seeing, it's not real. Romina walks in the room and says, real enough to him. Sam says, what are you doing? Rowena says, he can't see me, Sam. Yeah, he's gone too far. Nope, he's too far gone. There we go. I don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, can you wake him up? Rowena says, I only brought enough to spelling magic for one. Maybe if you told me we'd have company. Sam says, there is no we. (laughs) Okay. Rowena. Rowena says, fine, take this all on by yourself, but the odds are totally stacked against you. Um, Dean says out loud, you're not real. Rowena says, oh, the spell's got its hooks in deep. If you want to moke up, blah, 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 blah. If, <laughs> if you want to moken up, you're going to have to rip this enchantment out by the root. Sam says, the box. If we can figure out the failsafe, we can break the spell and get the codex. Susie's hallucinations drove her to suicide. Same thing happened to our family. Werther's illusions tried to do the same thing to me. Rowena says, and so? Sam says, so I can't leave Dean alone like this. Rowena says, well then, we'll just have to tie up the bonny lad. Could be fun. <laughs> She's like, hee hee. I know. Great <laughs> <laughs> side. Uh, we cut to Dean in purgatory. He's walking quickly and Benny is following behind him. Benny says, come on, Dean. How long are you going to keep this up? The silent treatment for me? We got so much catching up to do. Nope, that's not what he says. He says, we, I'm just going to take a drink of my cider because words aren't working. <laughs> that's fine. And, and it is like not an alcoholic cider. It is no, a- <laughs> not that I'm opposed to alcoholic no. cider, but I am having neck issues and therefore have all the muscle relaxers. So <laughs> I just, I'm not going to mix that. That seems bad. <laughs> so, okay. Um, bom, bom, bom. Benny says, we got so much to catch up on. Dean says, hey, look, it's good to see you, okay? It is. But, like I said, you ain't Benny. Benny says, I'm not. Well, shoot. <laughs> Dean says, hey, I'm bummed out too, but you are just a figment, okay? Your, your subconscious junk my brain's been throwing up to distract me from getting back to reality. Benny says, figment? Junk? <laughs> well, I'll try not to be offended. Why not trust me? I've gotten you out of here before. Besides, if all I am is your subconscious junk, (laughs) (laughs) who's my subconscious junk? (laughs) I'm going to think about this. Hmm. I don't think I've really had a subconscious junk that I've 
in like a are we I mean like are we thinking of like a celebrity is my subconscious junk or just like a a friend I've had at some point that's weird <laughs> that's, that's even weirder. weird yeah it's too personal then <laughs> I know huh, I gotta I'm gonna really think about that I'll get back to you <laughs> I don't I don't think I have subconscious junk I don't know I mean I've never thought about it like that but huh. I don't generally think about junk. <laughs> I don't believe you. I mean, why? Why would there... Because you're a, a, a hot-blooded human. Yeah, but, like, I don't think about junk, <laughs> really. <laughs> In conversations like this, yes. <laughs> but, like, I don't generally go, like, huh, junk, you know? Like, oh, yeah, no. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's fine. That's okay. I'm working on you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Benny says, uh, er, er, he says, well, then how can I lead you wrong? Well, how about that? A perfect circle. Well, don't look at me, chief. You chose the way. Uh, and we see that. I don't know why. I thought I wrote this down. I remember writing this down, which means I wrote it down in the wrong spot. Um, so when they're walking, Dean and Benny have, you know, come back to the tree that they were, that they started at. So they're walking in a big ass circle. Uh, cut to real life. Dean is now tied to a chair down in the basement uh, by the Werther box. Sam says to Rowena, here it is. There's some kind of inscription. Rowena says, it's some kind of cursive that the light source has dimmed. I know what I've said about your kind, but oh, the men who came or the man who came up with this, that craftsmanship of the box, the sadism of the spellwork, it's also deliciously baroque. Ugh. Sam says, All right, come on. Rowena says, Illumina, Illumnia, or whatever. Uh, we cut to <laughs> she, <laughs> she says that's a magical word <laughs> with magic. Okay. <laughs> we cut to Purgatory. Dean and Benny are walking and they end up at the same fallen tree again. Uh, Benny says, well, now that is just creepy. Dean says, Benny, whoever you are, I need to get out of here. Benny says, need and want are just two different things, ain't they? It's all a figment, right? You, me, left, right. But no matter which way you turn, you keep ending up here. You got to wonder why this figment? Why this place? Dean says, what are you saying? Benny says, nothing you don't already know. This is where you want to be, your happy place, and you don't want to leave. And that's just sad, Dean. Okay. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, I get it. That it's like, it's simpler, you know, like, that it's is not, true. you know, yeah. like, but I also your just... happy place. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying maybe someplace not so bloody. I don't know. Yeah. You know, whatever, but, you know, color and coffee <laughs> with coffee and shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sorry. I just need to know how he slept. <laughs> Although he was in purgatory. So he probably didn't sleep. That's true. Know, Cause he's like, dead i guess maybe, theory, maybe right he doesn't so need like caffeine he probably doesn't need caffeine he doesn't need food or drink or anything like that which means so you like, don't have to poop in the woods so there's a bright side i know no digging holes yeah <laughs> can you imagine being in purgatory and trying to like <laughs> i would have the anxiety poops oh my time. god me too and like having to constantly dig holes and like look out for like something to come and kill you as you're pooping the whole time like i wonder if you have a buddy there like betty if you do that thing that dogs do when they poop where they have to make eye contact with somebody <laughs> for safety you know uh, see okay i'm trying to think like hmm. my dogs don't look at me when i poop oh well they just know they're safe then and that's not a bad thing i mean i guess for like, like a, a house dog you know? doesn't you know whatever Maisie 
does she, she doesn't really, like, every once in a while she'll, like, look at you like, why are you watching me poop? <laughs> and it's mostly because I'm like, Maisie, go poop. Maisie, go poop. Maisie, go poop. Because mm-hmm. she knows she can poop on command for the most part, assuming that she, you know, has to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like, if I have to tell her enough and she's like, fine, I worked one up for you and we'll go over and, like, poop, <laughs> and then just kind of, like, look at you like, I'm doing it. <laughs> like, okay. That's funny. She's trying to make you happy. God. But she's just looking at you like, is this what you wanted? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah. Why would you want this? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we cut back to the basement. Rowena, uh, those are the more magical words. Mm -hmm. Sam translates them. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to read them. Rowena says, Arkham Confutar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what she said. (laughs) Sam translates to silence the box. Rowena says, Sidem restiguer. Sam translates, slake its thirst. Rowena says, sanguine nostrum. Sam translates, with the blood of our own. Rowena says, that's it? The blood of its own? What? Sam says, the blood of our own. Men of letters blood. Legacy blood. My blood. Rowena says, oh. (laughs) We cut to purgatory. Benny says, remember what you said to me when we first met? about the purity of this place. Dean, slow down. Dean, stop. So Dean stops walking and faces Benny, who says, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so he says, oh, okay. Benny's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What, uh, yeah, my notes are wonky here. Um, they hear they hear some nearby kind of snarling sounds. And Benny says, this place, you don't have to go looking for a fight. All you have to do is be still for one moment and that fight will come to you. That's why you're here, Dean. That's the purity you crave. Killing with no consequence. Dean says, no, Benny, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm tired of fighting. Benny says, the mark ain't. So, can't leave. Don't want to stay. Bit of a bind, ain't it? Mm. Good thing there's always a third way out. You can't say you haven't been thinking about it. And Benny holds up his weapon. Dean says, that ain't going to happen, ever. Benny says, come on, Dean. I know you can see it. The purity the honor. Dean says, there's no honor in that. Benny says, what, you just want to wait for the mark to reclaim you? Go out swinging, die topside, then what, maybe kill a few humans, kill Cass, kill your brother? Yeah, that's mighty honorable. Dean says, Benny, shut up. Mm -hmm. Benny says, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about your plan. You're going to get Sam and Cass to put you down? You really think that they're going to keep that agreement? Come on, Dean, let's say they do. Do you think they will ever recover from that? It will ruin them. This little backup plan of yours? I know you've been thinking about it for a time. I know it's been gnawing at you. You can't leave that job to them. Dean says, you're right. Uh, We cut to Susie's house. We see Dean tied up in his chair, and he suddenly just, like, flexes a muscle and breaks the ropes. I don't know. (laughs) He's strong. He is strong. Uh, We cut back to purgatory. Benny says, out there, you're sleeping. You make the right choice in here, you'll sleep forever, and you won't ever hurt anyone ever again. No one needs to know, Dean. What happens in purgatory stays in purgatory. <laughs> That's creepy, Until Benny. it doesn't. I know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, and then Benny hands Dean his, web- his weapon. Uh, we cut back to the house. Dean picks up a, like, uh, is that a wine bottle? I don't know. Some yeah, I of, think so. Uh, and breaks it on a dresser. Uh, down in the basement, Sam takes out a knife. Rowena says, 
how do you know this will work? Sam says, I don't. And then he cuts his arm. It's like his forearm. There's there's too many veins there, Sammy. The important ones. I think that's probably the wrong place. I know, like, agree. Just slit your wrist, why don't you? Um, <laughs> I mean, he pretty much did. He does, yeah. <laughs> and he lets the blood drip down into a bowl in front of the Werther box. Uh, the, like, dials or tumblers or whatever the fuck those are uh, start to turn. Rowena says, it's working. Cut to Dean in purgatory. He says, I always did love it here. It's as good a place as any to call it a day, huh? Cut back to the basement. Sam is still bleeding into the bowl. Rowena says, slow down. Sam says, right, okay. So uh, the dials on the Werther box kind of stop moving. And Sam says, no, no, no. Rowena says, it wants more, Sam. It wants it all. Sam says, the codex. Pass to the cure. It's in there. If it wants more, it'll get more. So Sam cuts his other arm with a knife and the dial, tumbler, whatever things begin turning again. And then Rowena, <laughs> this is a funny ass part. She starts like massaging Sam's arm to like, to like milk the blood out more. And she's into it. She's yeah. making like sensual face. And I'm thinking like, I mean, if I had to like, you know, <laughs> try and do that to Sam's arm. Like, I mean, I might feel the same way, really. Let's be honest. Like, do I want him to bleed out and die while I do that? That's not ideal. No. But, but still. Okay. I anyway. think that's because that's kind of literally my job. Like, I didn't yeah. even, like, I was just like, I literally, when I saw that, I remember thinking, oh, I guess that would be more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was my immediate uh-huh. thought. Not like, ooh, she's rubbing his arm. It was like a... Well, I guess that could work as long as you're hitting the right, you know, like, yeah. you know, as yeah. long as you're not squeezing too hard and you're not pushing, like, going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, like, went purely anatomical with it. You know, like, <laughs> That's hilarious. It makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to purgatory. Dean says to Benny, I'd do it. If I really had to, I would. But the real Benny would never let me. Benny says, we over, <laughs> Benny says, we already covered that, chief. It's not me. Dean says, you know what else won't let me? This thing on my arm. For better or worse, the mark, it wants me alive. And then Dean stabs Benny with the weapon. Dean says, thanks, pal. But no, but then, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ah, we good i don't know dean says thanks pal but no thanks and benny disappears dean turns around and suddenly he's back in Susie's house he notices the broken bottle in his hand and puts it down uh we cut to the basement sam is like just about to pass out from blood loss (laughs) rowena says it's opening sammy it's nearly there dean runs down to the basement and goes over to sam he does not see rowena Dean says, Sam, hey, 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 Sammy, whatever you're seeing is a trick, okay? It's not real. Sam says, Dean? Dean says, yeah. And then Sam, like, kind of collapses. Dean says, hey, no. And he slaps Sam. <laughs> Dean says, no, hey, hey, I know. <laughs> Sam says, get away from me. And he raises his knife at Dean, but Dean just, like, takes it from him. Sam says, no, don't, don't. It's the only way. It needs legacy blood, enough to take a life. Dean like pulls out a, a rag of some sort some sort and starts wrapping Sam's wounds. And Dean says, Yeah, well, it doesn't have to come from just one legacy, does it? Sam says, Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dean says, if it needs more blood, it can have mine. And then Dean cuts his wrist with a knife 
and the blood in the bowl makes the dials turn, uh, and it finally unlocks. Rowena says, oh, well, and then she turns into puke green smoke and disappears. <laughs> what the fuck? Poof. I know. <laughs> I was like, I kind of liked this Rowena, like, ah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this kind of put into my head, too, that whole ship of, like, I don't have this, sh- like, I don't ship this couple, but the Sam and Rowena oh yeah Shep, like mm-hmm. i could see like oh yeah like i could see that work they certainly do have chemistry yeah i like that they have um sam and rowena sort of having that connection as opposed to rowena and dean because like dean fucking gets everybody you know yeah sam doesn't get as many and i just i love that they no, get but that. the ones who does get die, so. they die that's right <laughs> keep it in your pants sammy <laughs> save lives <laughs> <laughs> they'll be okay as long as they don't see your bits <laughs> right okay so um uh yeah okay so dean opens the box and takes out the codex and then closes the werther box back up we cut to sam uh in baby he is clearly not fully recovered <laughs> he's looking through the codex uh dean is walking towards the impala with the sledgehammer he puts it in the trunk sam says overkill don't you think i mean we broke the spell the box is just a box Dean says, well, now it's scrap metal. You okay? Mm. Sam says, yeah, I'm great. Dean says, you road ready? Sam says, I'll be fine. Dean says, that says something, doesn't it? Werther splits us up in there. Within an hour, we're both on the brink of death. Sorry about yesterday. Going rogue on you like that. Sam says, you know what, Dean? Don't apologize. Uh, I think that this makes us even. Dean says... The universe is trying to tell us something we both should already know. We're stronger together than apart. Uh, Now, what could possibly be so valuable that it takes a spell that nasty to protect it, huh? Dean gets into baby's driver's seat. Sam says, no idea, but whatever it is, we'll keep it safe. Uh, We cut to a room and like a gross abandoned warehouse. I don't know where we are, Uh, but Rowena's there and she's meeting with Sam. She says, well, hello, cowboy. Oh, you've got it. Oh, and she takes the codex from him and starts flipping through it. Sam asks, is it enough? Rowena says, to what? Sam says, to translate the book, to find a cure for the mark. Rowena says, oh, I. Sam says, good. And then he puts shackles on Rowena's wrists. Good. I, I mean, yeah, you need to <laughs> Should have done it sooner. Yeah. Rowena says, what in the hell is this? Sam yeah. says, insurance. Comfortable? Rowena says, we had an agreement, giant. <laughs> I love it. She's bitter. Yep. <laughs> I like her insults. I, I gotta do, say. too. Yeah. <laughs> Everything out of her mouth is delightful, honestly. Yeah. Sam says. Like, is she frustrating? Yes, but also, like. Very entertaining. I like it, yeah. yeah. Sam says, the agreement stands. You will decrypt the Book of the Damned and find me a cure for my brother. And that is all you will get from the book. I'll burn the book and then I'll kill Crowley. But until then, Rowena says, I'm your slave. You can't, you can't just leave me here. Sam says, you want out? Hurry up. Get to work. And he walks away. Uh, She tries to go after him, gets like stuck on the chain and says, ugh, you big (laughs) bampot. And then Sam leaves. And credits. Okay, so my thought, um, my singular thought, (laughs) I have, like, less than half of a page of notes for this episode. Like, I just didn't, there was nothing for me to write, you know? Like, I, Mm -hmm. 
That's all right. Know, Sometimes whatever. it's straightforward enough, you know? Yeah, like, there there wasn't really much to, like, think about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the only thought that I have is that I really don't remember this episode at all. It's another one of those, like, nothing in this looks familiar. Mm-hmm. I do remember, like, I remember Magnus, make, you know, that whole, like, um, flashback where him with him, like, trying to explain whatever. I thought that was Cuthbert. Um. Yes. Isn't Magnus and Cuthbert the same person? Magnus is like the code name for. Oh, that's I, what don't I thought. Know. I might be completely. That wrong. would make more sense. But you're right. Now that, that, that I think is, about it. But I think that that's. <laughs> I might be wrong on that. But anyways, yes, that dude. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that whole. Um. I just. I so okay. Not I like. I remember. I remember that whole scene, and I just remember like the box in general. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't remember any of like the purgatory stuff with Benny. I did remember like Rowena, but like, that's kind of it. So I was actually really looking forward to this episode. Cause huh. I just remember thinking like, that's cool. That's fucking cool. You yeah. know, the whole idea was really cool. None of this looked familiar <clears> to <throat> me. I like, I wonder sometimes, especially this season. Cause this is when I started watching it. Like in real time, in like, real time yeah, as it was airing. And stuff. I kind of wonder if it was because it was so spaced out like week to week. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't just like, continually watching it that yeah. that like screwed with my memory of <laughs> you know? Maybe. I don't know like yeah. well uh, again in these in these later seasons I have only seen these episodes once or twice so yeah. you know and that was a while ago so yeah. <laughs> so yeah I've seen some like I think one through like six or seven I've seen some of them twice you know whatever mm-hmm. but like from then on like I think I've seen everything once and that's it. Yeah. So not really like, you know, much to, much to go off of for remembering, you know, yeah. <laughs> cause like, let's be real. My brain doesn't remember. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I'm enjoying it. Like how I would love to be able to just like watch this series for the first time again, yeah. you know? Cause yeah. Yeah. I mean, do I want to feel those ways ever again? Not really. Some of that was truly awful. <laughs> I but... I can say that like <clears throat> you would still need the spoilers for it, in which case it, you'd kind of know what it was already happening yeah. anyway. Yeah. So because yeah, I true. remember like a lot of the you know like what was it? I don't remember what season it was. Was it fifteen? I don't know. Where Misha was like, okay, like record yourselves watching this, you know, mm-hmm. part of whatever, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah, I remember you for like days going, I'm looking up all of these things about all that. I'm trying to find all the spoilers that I can because I need to be prepared. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. At the, at the yeah. end of the series, uh, yeah, the last, I think the last half of that season, that was, that was hard for me. Yeah. And I did not want to be surprised because look, it's ending. Yeah. Everybody might die, like for realsies. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, and, like, not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. Want to be. I do not. I wanted to be prepared for that. Yeah, like, like in the earlier seasons, if they die, you probably it's like okay, they're probably going to come mm-hmm. back at some point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I need. I like spoilers. Okay, yeah, I, I don't. I do. Which is especially kind of, when it comes to character deaths. You know. Yeah. Like. I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like. <sighs> I don't get as involved if I already know what's going to happen. So I just don't pay attention to it. And then I'm like, oh. And then you, you know. missed out a little bit on that. Yeah. yeah. That so like I need to like not know so I can like, oh, what's happening next? Rather than be like, I already know what's going to happen, whatever. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, I so. I know I've talked about this before, but like when it came to like 
you know, the show Firefly and Serenity, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, this is where I realized that I needed the spoilers because <laughs> I watched, you know, everybody I knew at that point, I think it was, it was right before I met Eric that I watched this. So it was like 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like everybody I knew had already seen these and loved it, raved about it. Cool. Fine. Yes. Fine. Fuck. I'll watch it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, and okay. I it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I watched it all by myself and the show, you know, it's just one season. I don't remember how many episodes. I'm going to guess like 10 to 13, you know, not a lot. Yeah. I don't and know. like, okay, yeah, I did that by myself. Fine. That's what, three days, maybe, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. And then I'm like, great. I'll watch the movie, which, because the show got canceled, they made a movie to wrap it up. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Someone dies at the very end, and it was quick and shocking. And yeah. like, the person I would have picked to not die the most. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I was just like, I, and I was so. Like, I cried for days. <laughs> also, I just remember feeling, like, so sad and, like, betrayed that no one told me about that. How would I have been around all these people for years talking about how great the show is and not mentioning that part of it? Yeah, but Fuck to be guys. fair, like, I feel like most people don't, like, most people don't want spoilers. So mm-hmm. most people are not going to give you spoilers unless you ask for it. Yeah. You know, I like, just, like, I just, I just remember feeling so awful about that and like sure i get that like it's not like yeah that's not it's not normal for people to want those spoilers like i know yeah. that. but like i just like at that point i was like huh i guess this is just what it is then mm-hmm. you know like i guess i just need that yeah because that was that was really difficult for me <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is stupid but still true so, yeah yeah so there it is i forgot why we're talking about this I don't know. Sorry, sorry. It's probably my fault. No, it's fine. I think, it, I mean, I, it started off with the I don't remember, like, you mm, know, mm-hmm. any of this. And I feel like that's probably going to be me for a lot of the episodes from now on. Like, I don't remember this, you know. Yeah. There's, but the thing is, is there's a lot of episodes that I don't remember, but I remember bits and pieces of. Like, right. this episode, I remember nothing. You know, like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, like, there is not a single thing that sparked anything in my brain that mm-hmm. was like, you might have seen this before, or like, oh, this is how you learned this piece of information or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, so, that's cool. I mean, because then you're, like, watching a whole new episode, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it is cool. I I do kind of feel like, oh, like, I'm seeing more of this show and I'm getting yeah. more content, even though I'm really not. <laughs> right, right, right. I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. One so. thing I really liked about this episode I'm going to hijack your thoughts. Oh, go for it. No, that was my only thought. (laughs) Okay. I have one. I really liked um, that. I remember when I first saw this episode, I did not know if Rowena was real or not. You know, when she showed up to help Sam. And and watching it again, I realized like, oh, yeah, this probably, you know, is hinting Mm -hmm. that she's not. You know, like I could see that in hindsight. I didn't get that until she disappeared. And then I was like, oh, she wasn't real. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it made sense, like, after the fact, like, oh, yeah, I could see, I could see that that's hinting at that But considering they had talked about, like, he's gonna go do this and blah, 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 like, it would make sense where she would show up. And it did make sense that that hallucination of her showing up would come out of Sam's mind with that that Mm -hmm. past experience. So, yeah. yeah, And I liked that. I thought that was really cool. And Mm -hmm. there are moments where you're just like, but when you're thinking of, like, you know, her like massaging the blood out of Sam's arm and making those faces <laughs> about it. Like, it does make sense that Fruina maybe wouldn't do that, but maybe yeah. she would. You know, like, it's, you're kind of like, well, that's kind of ridiculous, but also. Spoiler, but not spoiler. Mm-hmm. It is, she is the one that introduces fifth base. You know, like. <laughs> 
I tried so hard to find that uh, gif or meme uh-huh. yesterday. I mean, that was like 20 minutes of my life <laughs> trying to find that. And I don't even remember why. Like, I, I was yeah. going to send it to so- I don't even know. Like, fifth base, fifth base. Like, how many times can I type in fifth base supernatural Rowena? We were both looking up that yesterday, and Is I don't that- remember why. Because <laughs> I remember looking it up, too. <laughs> I was like, this does sound familiar. Because I was looking at, like, uh, what was that for? <laughs> was it just you? Texting Travis? I don't think it was that. I think it was a different thing. That might have been it because I remember we got into a little like gif war yesterday. I wouldn't even call it a gif war, but like a just a conversation you know, going back and forth with yeah. just that, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that's where I searched it is in that little like section of my phone. So it would make sense that I was talking to Travis about some. What is? It? I don't know. I don't remember. Why would I have that. sent him that though? Like, it doesn't make sense with our conversation, really. (laughs) Is there ever a bad time to send a fifth base gift? But he wouldn't get it. (laughs) But he would still be like, what's fifth base? You know? (laughs) And that would be hilarious. Yeah, that's that's fair. (laughs) And you would be like, man, guess you should watch Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) He did watch Supernatural last night, I think. I'm I'm pretty proud of him. I don't know if he even knows where he left off last, so there's that. (laughs) You should should text him some episodes that are like, some of the greatest hits as standalones. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, like, watch this funny episode. Yeah. Maybe it'll hook him a little bit. I have showed him, like, bits and pieces. Like, the, so he watched it, or he watches, he had watched, like, all of Jersey Shore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The, <laughs> he might kill me for this. <laughs> so, like, before we, I think I talked about this already, though. Before we went to Jersey Shore, he was like, we need to watch Jersey Shore to, like, get in the mindset. And I'm like, I feel like this isn't the mindset for a family trip, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't know that that's yeah. everyone's experience there. Yeah. But, but so, yeah. Well, because so Snooki was in Jersey Shore, right? Yeah. Like there was, when we went over the episode that she was like a crossroads demon or something, I yeah. don't totally remember. It wasn't that long ago, but I was watching it and he happened to be up and I was like, I like rewinded it and I was like, <gasps> wait, 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 come here, come here, come here, you know, and I, like, showed him Snooki's part of it, and he was kind of like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) snotty demon, you know, you know, like, checks out, you know, it's like, oh, that's why she's so popular, because she's made a deal, you know, yeah, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I love it, so that's cool, yeah, I do, there are a lot of times where I'm, like, when someone's talking about another show, another actor, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, that person's in Supernatural, Mm -hmm. maybe you should check that out, yeah, if you you like this, you'd Mm -hmm. like this, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I did realize the other day, though, that, like, how many times a day do I bring up that show to people who have never seen it? I do it a lot. I do it too much, Rochelle. <laughs> like, even the other day, I walked into, like, Killian's dojo, and one of the other moms, like, I, I was wearing a red flannel buffalo mm-hmm. shirt and, like, a red hat, whatever. Yeah. I was cute. Okay. I'm just going to say. <laughs> but she commented on, on how I, on, on my outfit, like, in a nice way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, we call this lumbersexual. <laughs> and I was like, and it's a supernatural thing. I'm really sorry. And that kind of thing, not someone complimenting my outfit, obviously, but that kind of thing where I just like, something, something is, yeah. you know, a reference to supernatural mm-hmm. multiple times a day. Like, I'm getting annoyed at myself. Like, it's too much. <laughs> Do I have a problem? Also, like... But we talk about it so much because we have a podcast. Yeah. Like, it's just there in my head floating around. Yeah. You know, like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah. am I annoying everyone in my life? 
I don't know, but if you are, I probably am too, and whatever. You know, like, okay. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Because <laughs> there are moments where I'm like, was that too much? Like, have I taken it too far? Is this the only aspect of my personality? <laughs> I, there's been a few times where, like, somebody lost me, especially, like, at work. Like, somebody will ask me, like, oh, what's your favorite TV show? Or they're like, oh, I'm about to, like, you know have this surgery or whatever like what should I watch in downtime and I'm or they're like oh I just finished the show that I was binging I was like you want another one to binge you know yeah, like, right right there's 15 seasons for you you're welcome you know yeah, like, totally but you know and then they like oh what's it about and I like get into it and start talking about it and stuff and then I'm like they might think I'm insane you know like <laughs> yeah. that's fine you know like, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it you know whatever yeah. but Anyways, um, <laughs> it's okay. This is why we have a podcast. Yeah. Right? You know, we have a lot to say about it. I know. <laughs> and if you're listening, you weirdly want to hear it. So, <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for listening to our <laughs> ranting <laughs> and random th- thought floaties, I guess. I don't know. What you random what floaties. Call. We're just going to call yeah. them floaties. Yeah. Yay. Um, speaking of. You Flo- know, floaties? floaty things, I guess, floating through your mind. What was your favorite floaty? floaty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's what we should say about this episode when we publish it. Like, we discuss our favorite floaties or something like that. <laughs> Write that shit down. Okay, okay, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on. We've been trying to, like, do descriptions like after we do each episode and we were good about it for a while and we haven't we got to go back to the last one too and figure out what we want to oh shit <laughs> yeah i know it's just it's hard to remember like what the fuck we even said or yeah. like literally what the episode is even about so, yeah yeah um, we're like what was this one again i don't know <laughs> all right so i know i talked about these moments already but i have two favorite moments um one was definitely rowena like blood milking sam's <laughs> arm <laughs> the whole that whole thing was just hysterical i mean yes sam's you know bleeding out and dying but like rowena thinks it's hot oh, she's but, you know, and that was just i mean it just says so much about her character even though yeah. it wasn't really rowena yeah. but i just how funny must have that have been to act that you know oh, yeah. like i bet that was just she hilarious. was probably like hell yeah you know, i don't feel this muscle mm, <laughs> you just sit there and bleed honey i know yeah. Yeah. also she's <laughs> like the size of his arm so like I know, right? how, that would have been so hard you know like to like this is like a full body workout you know? <laughs> yeah. totally oh that's funny um and then okay and then my other favorite moment was definitely like in dean's you know mind purgatory and benny is trying to convince him you know that he needs to kill himself which uh-huh. i don't like that obviously but i do like the point of view that benny had which is clearly something that was already in dean's mind or it wouldn't yeah, have come yeah. up yeah. but that like you know even if even if Cass and Sam did put Dean down, like mm-hmm. how are they gonna like survive that? that? How yeah. are they gonna emotionally deal with that? Like yeah. not well, you know? No. And, yeah. and just like and that like, like you can't put that on them. Yeah, you, you can't know? you can't do that to them. Yeah. You know, and I was, I had never really thought about that. Probably because I never really thought it would come to that. Well, and not only that, but like considering like, how do you put him down? Because he's just going to come back as a demon. You're going to go through the whole thing all over again. You know, yeah, like, right. yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, just like, yeah, you don't cycle. You don't want to have to like have someone that you love and loves you mm-hmm. kill you. Like that really isn't very cool yeah. <laughs> to do to ask of somebody like yeah. ever. So also like, um, I've had a thought about this whole, like, you know, Dean getting killed 
you know, regeneration process. Yeah. What do you think would happen? Because demons get killed with a demon knife, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, not a spoiler alert, this doesn't happen, so this is not me pondering about something that, like, happens in the future. If he died, right, got turned into a demon, and then they got him with a demon knife. Well, he's technically a knight of hell, right? Okay, so when what if they a demon. got and him that with knife- the first blade? I well, Cain died from the first blade, so yes, yeah. they would have to first blade him. But but someone it, has to have the mark to use the blade. That's true. So that doesn't work unless someone else has the mark. Um, almost said the dark mark. <laughs> so like, but if they, I guess if they just like get him with a demon blade, it's just not going to do anything, right? Yeah. I think that doesn't work, right? Didn't that not work on Abaddon? I guess I don't remember at all. I know the cult doesn't, right? On the Knights of Hell, or does the cult? I don't remember. What are the things? So that it like. What are the things? There's like five things that the cult can't destroy. And I don't remember what all of them are. Let's see. It can't kill God and the four archangels. Uh, That did not answer my question at all. Hold on. <clears throat> Come on, bitches. Give me a list here. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, okay, we're looking at death. Uh, uh, the empty, which we have not done yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, that's not like... Uh, yeah, you don't know what that is, so it's yeah. fine. Um, the fuck? Can you just... Uh, okay. God. Death. Empty, darkness, and um, what are we looking at? I guess the archangels. Huh. Yes. Yeah. This, this article was like 18,000 things, but it's like the five things that can't kill, so now I'm confused. Yeah, I don't um, know. <laughs> did they kill Did they try? I don't remember. I don't remember them even trying, to be honest How with did you. they kill Roman? Did they bib him? They had to... Um, what happened to Roman? Didn't he explode or something? Remember he oh, like maybe yeah because the dick exploded right oh, and then yeah. it, it, it like dragged <laughs> but him. But why did he explode? <laughs> I don't. It was a spell, wasn't it? It was like there was some magic ass shit happening. I don't I remember. Don't remember. Apparently, yeah. like even though we've clearly extensively talked about this, like I. This is the joys of having ADD. <laughs> like, I know that I should know this, but I yeah, don't know I don't this. remember that. But anyways. Huh. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I could look into that more and maybe we'll do that in our outtakes. Talk about that. Yeah. Because we should probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. So you have, so what your favorite moments, they were the, I, like we've gotten so off track. Oh yeah. My, my two favorite moments were, um, Rowena blood milking Sam. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, um, and then Benny trying to, uh, or telling Dean about how like if Dean or if they, if, okay, if Cass and Sam had to kill Dean that they would be. Okay. And that's how we got into yeah. the Dean death loop. Yes. Okay. okay. I was like, how did I even get here? What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> really it's fine. Yep. Anyway. What was your favorite moment? <laughs> I'm sorry. Mine was the shotgun pointing at Sam's bits. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty hysterical. Like, just like trying to pick a lock and all of a sudden like, boom, your bits mm-hmm. potentially gone. You know, like I thought that that was 
that was great. Good. And then like Dean, like covering his junk, like, <laughs> like I'm sure your hands are going to stop a bullet. I like, know, right? Really? But I mean, it might make him feel better about it. Yep. Like, honestly, that's probably all it would do is make you feel better slightly. But <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. I guess, yeah, the whole like shotgun and bits situation was, <laughs> it was entertaining for me. Yep. Um, so the interesting facts from this episode, um, it says the title is likely based on the Werther effect. Uh, the Werther effect is a sociolo- sociological term for when there are numerous copycat suicides after a highly publicized suicide based on goats, goats, G O E T H E. I have never known how to say that that dude's name right. Uh, we'll so go with your, your guess is good of mine. Yeah, goats. Sure. <laughs> Ghost's novel, uh, The Sorrows of Young Werther. Hmm. Um, it says, uh, the 1973 mother tells her daughter to help with housework and, please, none of your Betty Friedan stuff. Um, in 1963, Betty Friedan published uh, The Feminine Mystique, um, a book arguing that some women are not satisfied with the housewife-slash-mother life of only cooking, grocery shopping, cleaning, raising children, and pleasing her husband. Uh, Friedan's radical notion was that some women wanted college degrees and careers. <laughs> what? political opinions, maybe even aspirations, and could function, despite their shocking lack of penises, <laughs> in the world of business. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah so there's yeah. that that was your explanation that you were looking yeah. for <laughs> yeah i'm satisfied with that explanation actually it works nice i thought it was kind of funny like especially the in parentheses despite their shocking lack of penises like okay somebody was clearly bitter about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> this interesting fact yeah but i mean fair she got you know? it right though I yeah mean, yeah it's some, not wrong it's some just, women some it's women kind of do want yeah. that yeah yeah absolutely um, it says this episode features guest appearances by Kevin or Kevin, I don't know, Smith and Ty Olson. Um, both actors played the same role of the AI robot Andy at different times on the show Eureka. Yes, that's um, right. I think I even <laughs> said that before. That that show is actually where I first saw both of those actors. Uh-huh. Um, I think that that I think Ty Olson plays the sh- robot sheriff um, in like the first season. And then mm-hmm. it's the, it's um, the other guy, Ke- Kevin Kavon. I don't know how to say his I name know, yeah. for like the rest of them, but that is mm-hmm. such a fucking delightful show. <laughs> and that is such a delightful character. Yeah. You know that I just like, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing them together in one episode. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> this <is> amazing. <laughs> so yeah, great show. We need to watch it. <laughs> You're going to love it. Um, so it says, as Andy was a robot, he could be reskinned with different appearances, um, explaining the change in actors. Yep. Um, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> where am I? Eureka! No, I know, but, okay, there we go. Because uh, that was the end of that thought, but then I was like, where, like, my phone did, like, a weird thing, and it, like, made the screen look different, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing! <laughs> anyway. Um, so it says, uh, when introducing himself to Susie as a member of the Neighborhood Watch, Dean uses the alias Dwight Twiley, or Twilly. I said um, Twilly. I have no idea, though. I don't know. Like, that's, yeah. Um, <coughs> we'll go with Twilly. Um, Twilly, uh, Twilly was the lead singer of the successful 70s pop slash rock group Dwight Twilly Band. Huh, okay. I've um, not heard of that. Neither have I. Um, so it says, uh, both Jensen Ackles and Brenda Bach Bake, I don't know who plays Susie, um, were in the TV series Dark Angel. Oh, cool. Um, 
It says <laughs> the hidden room was walled in with l- lath, L-A-T-H, I don't know, and plaster sometime before 1958. Uh, the lath and plaster technique was developed in the early 1700s and remained the standard wall and ceiling cover until drywall was populated popularized in the mid uh, 1900s Hmm. in the u.s drywall became the standard in the mid to late 1950s which okay fine i mean we did we were like is that cement yeah like what is she busting through yeah obviously other people thought the same thing interesting um so last one it says infuriated and now captive rowena calls sam a big bamput Bampot. I don't know. Yeah. Um, in Scots, a bampot is either a clumsy, ignorant oaf or a villainous, treacherous thug. <laughs> nice. Um, I like it. <laughs> it says Rowena could have intended either meeting. Yeah. Um, on a side note, the word bampot was added to the Oxford English Dictionary lexicon in 2019. Nice. So, huh. you know. Okay. Cool. Yay. <laughs> I have a new insult. I know. <laughs> Get big but bampot. We, but we got to figure out how it's actually said first. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know, that would probably make a difference. People yeah. would be like, you're dumb. You know, like, you didn't even say this right. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Yep. Um, so our research, Ranker, you know. Why not? Because <laughs> we're we like already it. there anyway. Makes us happy. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> um, and it's 15 mysterious safes and their unexpected contents. Says, who doesn't love a good mystery? Uh, the Reddit, what's in this thing page? <laughs> <laughs> has a bevy of stories about safes being opened and weird stuff showing up where you least expect it. It's rare that you find a safe in your home or on your property, but when you do, it's best to take step-by-step notes in order to showcase your sleuthing skills and build a mystery. Um, that's so that when you inevitably find a cache of Confederate money or series of items relating to the women's suffrage movement, you feel like you've provided a, satisfa- a satisfactory story for everyone involved. <laughs> of course, not all mis- uh, not all mystery saves saves safes opened contain the spoils of a bygone era some of them are just full of spiders <laughs> no thanks and i would be pissed if i like almost died from blood loss just to find some fucking spiders yeah you like, are oh. you kidding me <laughs> yeah because that point i can't even really they like, better turn me into spider-man i know <laughs> like, i can't even just like scream and run away at this point yeah you know like, like what are we doing yeah, yeah. Um, it says, keep reading to find out which safes are full of secrets and which ones are just kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> it says, what would you do if you found a mysterious safe in your home? Would you immediately run out and rent a blowtorch to crack it open? Or would you grab the first heavy thing within reach and start smashing the handle? <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing, if you smash the handle, though, the locking mechanism is still there, so you're just right. screwing even more. Yeah, I would probably uh, Google some shit and yeah, see if I could figure like, out how the best way to do that first. But. Call the locksmith! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it says on this list of mysterious safes, you'll find a, ver- a variety of methods for opening lock boxes that contain everything from incredibly illegal material to neato relics from history. Um, if these stories of people finding cool things in safes uh, inspire you, not expire you, <laughs> start boning up on your lock picking skills and start hunting for safes. Maybe you'll even become Reddit famous. <laughs> Uh, the first one, it says, what would you guess was in a woman's suffrage time capsule? It says, to celebrate the 125th anniversary of the International Council of Women, the ICW, in 2013, uh, the folks who worked at the New York City headquarters of the ICW decided to open a safe that had been sitting in a corner of their offices for longer than anyone could remember. Prior to the opening of the safe, there was a mass speculation online as to what could be contained within, um, with guesses that included everything from historical documents to old booze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
It says, when the safe was opened, the ICW found items that ranged from 1930s to 1950s. Um, these included a change purse that held currencies from Mexico and France, uh, letters pertaining to ICW businesses or business from back in the day, and miniatures of murals commissioned for the 1933 World's Fair in Chicago. Hmm. Um, the coolest thing that they found was a replica of Susan B. Anthony's gavel used when she presided over the ICW. Cool. Um, the next one, man opens a safe and finds a treat. Um, back in 2013, a man in Toledo, Iowa, I, oh, I hit, what the, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> I think okay. I tried to like mix Idaho and Ohio and it didn't work. Maybe um, some Iowa in there too. Yeah. Also that. Yeah. Very possible. Um, a man in Toledo, Ohio ordered a fancy new thousand pound safe from the champion safe co of, uh, Provo, Utah and discovered something totally groovy when he opened it up. The safe, which champion safe, uh, made sure to say was built in Mexico, held 10, 28 pound packages of marijuana. <laughs> yeah. A value of $420,000. Holy shit. It Wait. would be 420000 Oh, Wait a minute. <laughs> I think we're getting fucked with. Hey. Yeah. How old is it? Um, it didn't say. I mean, like, is it still smokable at that point? Like, I think it'd be extra dried out. Well, yeah, for sure. But like, is it still like at its full potency? I wonder. I don't know. How I works. feel like at that point, do you care? You can still smoke it. It probably sure. wouldn't be as potent, or maybe it's more potent. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know how that works. Huh. Okay. I, I would know. guess that. It would, like, at least with spices, they do lose, like, their, you know, flavor and stuff over time. So, I would guess that since it's also, like, another type of leaf, you know, that it would probably not be as potent. But yeah, like, that makes sense to me. I doubt that it's not going to do anything. Yeah. So, huh. Uh, huh. Okay. But, anyways, um, <laughs> it says, in some instances, that would be considered excellent customer service. <laughs> but this isn't the kind of thanks for your business that the customer was expecting. Uh, the owner of the safe, who has remained anonymous, was cleared of all charges by the DEA, <laughs> but oh the independent God. driver who delivered the safe from Mexico has since been reported missing. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. Uh -huh. Okay. Huh. Um, this one, it says, a man found a perfectly preserved World War II case in his backyard um, while digging out a septic tank area for an outdoor toilet at his cottage in Besh Kungoy, <laughs> Kyrgyzstan. Um, Lukachev Dmitri uh, stumbled upon an army field locker of the Third Reich buried in his backyard. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. After cleaning off the locker, he discovered that the box was a baggage parcel from 1944 or 45, and a rubber seal around the edges had kept the contents moisture-free and perfectly preserved. Um, inside, he found the effects of a wear Wehrmacht officer. I don't know. That I'm guessing something to do with, you know, Nazi-ish, yeah, you know, know. something. Yeah. Um, included a jacket, um, gloves, a sweater, removable collars, braces, socks with foot bindings, dust masks, and a clothes brush. Huh. Um, What's a clothes brush? Like one of those things that, like, it's like a lint roller. It's like an early version gotcha. of a lint roller. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> the next one, it says, how much would you pay for a live grenade? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it says, if you were purchasing a safe off of Craigslist from a guy who said that his ex-tenants were taken to prison, and all that was left was a safe, would you want to pay more or less for the safe? <laughs> um, hmm. When this happened to a Redditor going by the name Cake Girl 8 
(laughs) (laughs) She got more than she bargained for the moment she opened a used safe in 2015 and found a live grenade and a hard drive full of child pornography. Oh, vomit. Yeah. Um, She contacted the local authorities, they picked up the contents, and she likely soaked her new safe in hand sanitizer. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't want the safe. I'd be like, take it to the dump. Get rid of it. Take it to your evidence and fingerprint the shit out of it. Yeah, that's true. Get it away from me. Just get it out. Yeah. That's really awful. Um, (laughs) The next one, it says the contents of this Canadian safe make perfect sense. Um, In January 2017, a safe kept in the historic Deneen building in Toronto was busted open. And after years of speculation, safe heads around or across the world were treated to not gold bars or a cache of 100-year-old maple syrup, but to some documents and, a, and very old skates. Um, <laughs> the owner of the building, Clayton Smith, hid his disappointment when he told the CBC, It's kind of nice to have stuff to mill through. There's bound to be some interesting documents. There's everything from uh, what porta-potties rented for 55 years ago. <laughs> oh, no. It's kind of neat in the developer's world. Sure is, Clayton. Sure is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, better than child porn, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, the next one: Confederate money was found in an old Northern safe. Um, in the heart of the Massachusetts State House uh, sits an ornately de- uh, decorated su- uh, safe the size of a small car. I can't speak. <laughs> and until 2013, no one knew what was inside. When the safe was finally opened, the contents proved to be eclectic and contained Confederate money from 1864, huh. World War I savings bonds, and metal stamps with the engraved signatures of former treasures or treasurers, sorry, mm-hmm. including Foster Fercolo, um, who became the state's 60th, 60th governor in 1957. Ah, that's pretty cool. Um, along with those items were vintage photographs, uh, stock certificates, and magnetic tape from 1971 that contained antique computer tile or computer files, not tiles. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, no one was sure how so many varied items ended up in one place. Yeah. Huh. Uh, the next one, it says, Newsroom Safe Reveals a New Twist on History. It says, uh, a safe that had been sitting in the newsroom of the Glenwood Springs Post-Independent Newspaper um, office in Glenwood, Colorado, was finally opened in April 2017. And what was found inside shed a new light on a horrific moment in American history. Inside were photos of Ted Bundy, America's most handsome serial killer, taken while he was awaiting trial in 1977 on a murder charge in Colorado, uh, while also being suspected of murder in Utah, Washington, and Florida. Uh, The photos were taken directly after he had been caught after escaping from one Colorado prison, and they were labeled Bundy Capture. No one knows who took the pictures or why they were in the safe, but the mystery adds a new layer of the terrifying story, or to the terrifying story of Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Wow. Like somebody was stalking the serial killer. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. What a person to stalk. You know, like Yeah. Also, like they could be helpful too. Yeah. Do we think he's the most handsome serial killer? I don't know really what really any of them look like, so oh, I'm well, I know what we'll do when we're eating dinner then. Look at serial killers, right? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the next one it says "Goo Found in Safe." Um, no, not a copy of the seminal Sonic Youth album, but some real deal mystery goo was found in a safe in Washington D.C. in 2015, and the entire city freaked out on the day of discovery of the suspicious syrupy substance. The fire department showed up, U.S. Uh, Secret Service officials stopped by, and an army explosives team descended on the home to make sure they were just dealing with goo and not some kind of 40-year-old version of a secret liquid bomb or something. 
I mean, I'm glad that everyone is concerned about that. Mm -hmm. That that makes me feel a little bit better, you know, just about life. I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah. So what was it? What's it go? Um, It says on scene tests couldn't positively or couldn't positive. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't positively identify the substance. But when it reacted with water, everyone freaked out and took the goo to a lab for further investigation. A spokesman for the D.C. Fire Department told the Washington Post, we took extra precautions. We wanted to be as thorough and careful as possible when we moved it. And it doesn't say what it was. What the fuck? Okay, wait. What year was this? This was in... And this is D.C., right? Yeah, in 2015. Let's see here. Goo and safe. 2015. Safe goo. That was right. Safe goo. Did I say it? If it reacted with water and it was goo, Mm -hmm. I wonder if it was like... I'm trying to remember what I know about... uh, chemistry and like reactions and stuff and my uncle could probably tell you immediately what it was more than likely um i know what is it potassium something or other but that's like a solid it's not a goo um oh i don't know uh i you know what i'm not finding anything about it i'm possibly not googling this in the right way um let's see that does not say Washington Homes. Okay. <laughs> Let's see, what am I what am I doing? It's kind um, of like unfortunate that it doesn't uh say anything about what it was. Like they go through all this build up and then like complete letdown. You know? <laughs> that's weird. You know what? I'm just not finding anything about it. I'll I wonder if they just didn't figure out what it was. Yeah, maybe They would have had to at some point. They're not just gonna give up. Right. As long as they can dispose of it, though, I guess it doesn't really matter. But also at the same time, it's not something that they would usually give up on. They'd want to know. Yeah. Well, I'm not pulling anything where it came from. So I don't know. We'll have to look up that later and see, you know, what it was. Um, So the next one is eBay user buys a safe and gets much more than he paid for. Um, In 2012, a man who bought an old cylinder safe off of eBay for $122.93 claimed that when he had it cut open by a welder, he discovered $26,000 in cold, hard cash. Damn. (laughs) That'd be so nice. (laughs) The safe seller, James Lebrecq. Um, claims that the whole thing is a hoax, but that didn't stop him from exchanging a series of terse emails with the purchaser, claiming that he deserved a cut of the money. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) It says, the buyer allegedly told Lebrecht in one of his emails, what you see is what you get, no returns, and no money back, which is kind of a sick burn in the world of online buying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, like... You when know, you if go you're, if you're, sold as is, like, uh, you sold yeah. it as it was, and, like, you didn't want to deal with it, and so I did, so I'm going to get the stuff that's in it, you know? like Right. Just, like, you know, I think, like, for the future, like, if you're going to buy something like that, maybe put it in writing that, like, yes, I agree, you get nothing of what's inside for yeah. this deal. You know what I mean? Or, well, like, or whatever. Thing, is like, like, come to terms You with wouldn't that. need to. I would say on the other side of things, if you thought that something valuable might be in it, be like, okay, if... I sell this to you and you open it and find something valuable, like, you have to give me whatever percentage of the right. thing. And, and like, put that be, in writing. Yeah, you it know? needs to be decided on and agreed to Before, in writing beforehand. You know, yeah, because otherwise, yeah. what are you doing? You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, if somebody's willing to, you know, buy that and whatever, like, and the thing is, is, like, you'd have to, like, open it with the other person. Because then at that point, like, 
who's to say that there wasn't, you know, more or less or whatever in there, right. you know, it, it, it becomes a whole thing. But like yeah. at a certain point you sold the safe, you didn't want it anymore. Like you didn't open it to find out. Like, yeah. You like thought it would be easier. Like I just, you just yeah. were like, Oh, well this is going to take too much effort. So like, just take it, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. That's one of those shoulda, woulda, coulda, but like it's mm-hmm. your fault, you know, right. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's nobody else's fault, but your own. Yeah. Um, the next one says mysterious safe contains more mysteries um, and a bit of a Russian nesting doll of a mystery in early 2017, the Irondale, Al- Irondale, Irondale, <laughs> Alabama police cracked open a safe that was pulled out of a ditch and discovered 51 cents in pennies and an IBM cash register key. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Detective Sergeant Michael Mangina um, told local reporters the contents appeared to have been old and weathered, and despite reaching out to local businesses, no one has claimed the safe and its underwhelming contents. <laughs> huh. okay. Um it says, learn about your local history by opening as many safes as possible. Uh, when a new owner took over the Robeson County History Museum in Lumberton, North Carolina, they discovered a safe that had been sitting unopened for an unknown amount of time. And after ignoring their curiosity for 18 months, <laughs> they finally hired someone to crack it open in 2017. Inside, they found photos from World War II featuring men, tanks, and mules, which everyone knows are the best kind of photos. Um, there were postcards and a letter dated 2006, which makes it not only the most recent thing included in the safe, but also a total mystery as to how it got there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also found a stock certificate for the Thompson Memorial Hospital in Lumberton dated 1926 mm-hmm. and a check for $1,100 drawn on the National Bank of Lumberton dated 1959, which was actually a lot of money back then. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> the next one. Whose heroin is it anyway? Oh, no. <laughs> um, it says, in 2015, the owners of a locked safe in Fayette County, Pennsylvania, uh, complained that they had no knowledge of the 100 bricks of heroin stowed away in the safe, oh, my God. which was in their truck during a routine traffic stop. Uh, Crystal Lynn Hall, 35, uh, had eight bricks of heroin in her possession, according to police. And despite having the key to the safe in his pocket, Dustin Delmont Spone, um, said that he had no idea what he was transporting. Oh, wow. <laughs> all in all, police seized about $51,000 worth of heroin from the duo. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the next one, it says, uh, what could be in the biggest, most locked safe in New Zealand? says, back in 2013, when a group of New Zealanders moved into a house whose previous occupants had allegedly been in a drug gang, um, they found a giant locked safe in the basement. The safe's steel door was locked with a dial that didn't seem to have a code, and after trying multiple safe-cracking techniques, the renters gave up and moved out. (laughs) But then another guy moved in who had been keeping track of the case on the internet and decided to give the safe a go. So, like, you move into you buy a whole house because you're curious about the safe. Like, why wouldn't you just try and buy the safe? I don't know. Interesting. Whatever. Maybe it was one of those that was, like, bolted to the ground. But, like, hey, you can move those for, you know, probably a few thousand dollars. Yeah. But they can still be moved. You know? Right. Anyway. Mm. Um, or maybe it was built into the house. Who knows? I don't know. Um, it says, uh, he and some friends managed to open the safe store with a crowbar, drill, and saw. Unfortunately, the only thing they found inside was a bunch of spiders. Huh? Oh, God. Um, it says, however, the guy made the most of his situation and turned the safe in a secret downstairs bar. <laughs> or in... Er, turn, wait, what? However, the guy made the most of his situation and turned the safe in a secret downstairs bar. 
I'm guessing turned the safe into a secret downstairs bar. So it must have been like a room. A huge ass. Like okay, not that makes, a that like it was built sense. into the house. It wasn't like a little like, you know, or yeah. little. They're still big, but like the things that you like bolt into the ground or whatever, yeah. you know. Like he he had to buy the house. To, yeah, he to had to buy the house to get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one, it says, this safe contained the most important thing that you can imagine. <laughs> it says, according to Judge Robert Hathaway, an old safe had been sitting in the back of the Boone County District Courtroom in Harrison, Arkansas, for a long time, and no one knew just what was in it. Um, Hathaway consulted a local historian who believed that the safe belonged to a late formal federal, form, a late former federal judge, J. Smith <laughs> Henley, um, but that didn't put them any closer to figuring out what was inside. When Hathaway was finally able to crack the safe open, he discovered the most valuable thing to the owner of the safe, a slip of paper with the combination. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Like, that's all you find. Like, oh, here's the combination to the safe. Mm-hmm. In the safe. Okay, well, I've already destroyed it trying to get into it, that's you ridiculous. assholes. You know, like, uh, it's fine. That's a um, pretty big fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it says when he was able to crack it open, it didn't say like i mean maybe he was able to like open it with the code or whatever mm -hmm. somehow after you know whatever you know still <laughs> i feel like most of the time if you don't know the safe or code like you're gonna have to like go to other methods other than using the combination yeah. you know like yeah, i agree <laughs> so at that point the combination becomes useless yep um <laughs> so the last one it says cracked safe leads to a second mystery um, a series of mysteries were solved in West Plains, Missouri in 2016 when a locksmith opened a safe that had been sitting unopened for at least 40 years. Uh, before being opened, the safe had to be pulled through a second-story window of the Wiles Abstract and Tile Office by a cat claw machine thing. You know the type. Um, okay. <laughs> inside, like, somebody clearly knows their machinery. It's fine. Anyway, um, it says, uh, Inside was a manila envelope that included the message, This iron safe will no doubt last 100 years. If this envelope remains with it, you will have a list of the articles buried in the capsule on Courthouse Lawn, which is scheduled to be opened July 4th, two thousand. 76. Wow. Um, our best wishes to you and the future. Um, it says, no one knows who actually owned the safe, and now the people of West Plains are investigating that mystery. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I know. Like, okay. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more questions than answers in this thing, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> it's intriguing, though. I know, right? Yeah. Um, so what was your idiot harassment moment from this week? Okay, you guys, this is going to be a story about makeup. <laughs> I just want you to know that I realize that's ridiculous, but also I am a big fucking idiot in this situation, <laughs> well, you know, and also in life. Um, but so, okay. So I feel that in my soul. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry that we're going to get all girly about makeup for here, but here we are. Yeah, whatever. I am in fact a girl who wears makeup. So um, deal with it. I know <laughs> it happens. Um, I, I have always my whole life had a very difficult time color matching, you know, face foundation or powder or whatever to mm -hmm. my actual skin color. It's just, it's difficult. Yeah. You know, and bef like, you know, back in the day, right. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm ancient. Like <laughs> you would go to like a store, like that is, there's no outside light coming in and yeah. you do your thing with like a person who's trying mm -hmm. to color match you. You go outside and realize I'm fucking orange in real life. Right. Yeah. Like, real, like <laughs> now I look like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, so, um, you know, I found 
close enough, uh-huh. you know, products for you know, the last like 15 years, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, since COVID, like, you know, quarantine happened, stop wearing makeup, whatever. Yeah. Getting back into it. Don't really want to do the whole like thick foundation thing. Yeah. You know, going back to my powder roots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just, that works better for me, whatever. Yeah. So, um, I go into an Ulta and, um, yeah. And this Ulta is lovely because there's lots of big ass windows. Yeah. So it's very easy to just walk over and be like, oh yeah, I look like a real person with real skin. Great. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this doesn't look ridiculous. Yeah. So this woman is like you know, working there, helping me. Um, and she, I think she's like a representative for the actual like Clinique brand because okay, she's yeah. like, let's look at this Clinique stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. Sure. I don't, you know, I don't really care what the brand is. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This type of product. It can't have this ingredient that I'm allergic to. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. She color matches me. It's fucking perfect. Like yeah. what? Like Clinique? Like what? You know? <laughs> okay, and it's, yeah. it's like, it's a great, it's like the right coverage, whatever. It's great. I'm uh-huh. loving it. Okay. Um, I, you know, I have it for like two weeks where I'm using it. It's, it's perfect in all lights. It yeah. looks natural enough, yeah. you know, that I'm just like, this is, this is you what I'm doing. You can't like tell that it's. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you can tell that when someone's wearing makeup, usually, yeah, but, but you know, you can't like, not it's like, not like you're a different color now. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. So I go back because like, Hey, I want to have one at home that I put on and I want to have one in my purse in case I need to, yeah. you know, fix that. And it's annoying to remember to put it back and forth every day and yeah. like. And obviously when one runs out, then I have another one and you know, whatever. Like it's just a, yeah. it's just a thing, right? Your mm-hmm. your makeup, your purse makeup, right? Yeah. Okay. So I go and I get another one in my purse, whatever. I'm using it for a while. Golden. Everything's great. Everything's great. One of my first one starts to run out. So I go get another one. Uh-huh. Now this foundation or this powder, Clinique has two different powders. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, one is like a finishing powder, uh-huh. sheer. Okay, not yeah. full, not full coverage. Um, the other one is like a straight up like foundation powder. Yeah. Okay. Now the packaging for these are exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah. And unless you like read it, you know. It. I mean, everything is exactly the same. The colors are called the exact same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, the little print on the front tells you which one it is. Yeah. And I knew that going in. Yeah. So okay, so I get another one whatever. And I went on vacation to Vegas and I mm-hmm. thought, Hey, I don't need to bring two powders. Like I'll just bring the one in my fucking purse. Whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go to Vegas. I am putting on my makeup. I'm looking in the mirror like, mm, I look a little ashier than normal, but maybe it's just this, you know, hotel lighting. Like it's not yeah. like I'm going outside at all, yeah, you know, like for this so. week. So and, it's know. probably the lighting, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Get through that. Come home. I am, uh, you know, makeuping. And then for like a whole week, I'm looking in the mirror like, what the fuck? Like, do I need to call my doctor? Did I change color? Am I okay? Am oh, my I God. Dying? What is happening? Like, I do not look right. Like, it is clearly the makeup that yeah. is not the right color. I'm not, yeah. I don't think that I'm, you know, looking weird. But I'm just like, how is this fine? For yeah. like two months. And now here I am. And it is not right. Like, it yeah, is really like- clearly like, this is the right color. Fine. I'm going to go back to Ulta and just say, hey, like... I don't know what's happened, but I just want to go with a different, like, brand yeah. and just match me again. You yeah. know, whatever. Like, I don't know what's happened. Something's happened. What yeah. did Vegas do to me? I don't know. No, <laughs> but, like, here we are. So What is in the water? I know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, like, I'm, and I'm at this point, like, I'm losing my damn mind. Like, <laughs> how is this happening? Like, I go outside and I'm just like, oh, my face. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So. I go back to the store and I'm like, you know, I didn't explain any of that, but it is the same woman who wouldn't remember me. But yeah. I was just like, you know, I, I, this is what I use, but like, it's just not the right color. Like I had it on. I'm like, it's weird. Like what's going on? And she's like, yeah, I can see that you do look a little, you know, ashier than you probably 
look like without makeup. You know, she's like, let's go yeah. look at them. And she pulls out the right one. And I'm like, yeah, that's the one I have. I was like, look, it's even here. Let me look at the color. So I pull it out of my purse, my uh-huh. purse one that I had taken to Vegas and yeah. was currently wearing. Yeah. It's the wrong one. <laughs> it is the same brand and the same color. Mm-hmm. But it's wrong coverage. It's the wrong. And it's a different fucking color, Rochelle. <laughs> it, they are called the same. Like, it's the same name for yeah. these two things. But uh-huh. they are. One is a lot lighter than the other one. Yeah. Why the fuck are you doing that? I like, don't know. At least make them look different than if you're going to give them the same name. Or maybe yeah. give them different names. I'm yeah. not dissing on Clinique because I weirdly am really liking their products right now. And yeah. thank you. <laughs> this is my fault, sure, for not but like, noticing also, that. But also, you should have to detective work it just to figure out which one that you need over and over again to make sure you don't accidentally grab the wrong one because they're probably next to each other and look exactly the same. You know, like... Yes. Yeah. And I probably what had happened is somebody had been shopping them and sort of mixed them up. Should I have still looked at the, the wording? Absolutely. That's on me. Uh, still, though. But it was just like, like a uh, little difference. Like, come on. It's yeah, easy to make that mistake. So, and I'm sure people do that all the time. But here's another thing. That could be, be like they might do that because people will then buy one and then realize it's the wrong one and have to go and buy another. Yeah. I just think if you're going like, to have a different <laughs> product that you should name it differently. Now, again, I, I'm sure they do that for a reason, whatever yeah. that reason is. And I, I do want to say that I'm quite happy with that brand. This is, you know, yeah. this was something I should have probably looked at. It's kind of user error, but also it's kind of like what do you think, man? error yeah. as well. You know, like yeah. that's, so. you had to know. Yeah. Like I was listening to a podcast on the way here, actually, that I, I just, I don't even, re- I think it's like Tony and Ryan or something like that. And they're from Australia. And I was like, oh, because I had seen them on TikTok a lot. And I was like, I want to see what this is about because yeah. they seem funny, you know? And like, yeah, but they, <laughs> they were talking about, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, the podcast, and we were talking about like the products being, uh, you know, called the same, but oh, different. So they were talking about something to do with products and like how many people, because it was some sort of like snack or something that happened in Australia. And they're like, okay, you know, there's got to be hundreds of people through all the different, you know, like, you know, here's the graphics people, here's the testing people, here's the media people, and like all these different things that like this product has to go through to get out to the market, right? Yeah. And nobody thought that like, oh, maybe this is weird. Like it was some sort of snack that was like a, you know, one of those like those sugar cookies with the frosting on them, like the cheap ones that you get at the store. And then it was in a package with like ham and cheese. But on the packaging, I mean, so it's like a Lunchable, right? Okay, yeah. But like on the packaging, it shows it as like, you put the ham and the cheese on this cookie with sprinkles and frosting and like... That sounds awful. Yeah. (laughs) Weird, okay. Why? So it was kind of like, okay, well, why are you, you know, saying like are you supposed to eat it this way? Like, are you saying that this is supposed to be a good thing? Because who who thinks that this is a good thing? I can't imagine that out of all the people that have seen this, that this is a good thing, you know? Yeah. Like, they were talking about that for a while, and I feel like that's, like, the same thing with this. Like, out of all of the amount of people that had to, like, research that product, do the me- media stuff, do all of the packaging and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, how come nobody has come up with, like, hey... These are a little too similar, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, Like, if they uh, were the same color, that would be different. Yeah. But they are different. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. And like, I just, I don't know, like, you know, 
in that in that process of going through all those people, there must be a reason. I mean, that oh, they sure, are like, hey, this is a still. thing, and they're like, yeah, it's cool, mm-hmm. you know. So whatever yeah. that reason is, uh, uh, yeah. Again, happy with the brand, happy with the product, but uh, but damn, like, what are we doing? Damn, yeah. I felt really stupid, <laughs> and I looked really weird for a few weeks there. So don't feel happy about that. Well, you know, <laughs> but uh, that's not entirely your fault. You know, like, could you have been more, like, paying attention to the package? Sure. But, like, also, I wouldn't say that's all on you. Mm. So. Yeah. I just, I, you know what? I was really relieved to find out that I did, in fact, not need to go to the doctor for changing color. (laughs) So that was a relief. I don't have some weird skin disease (laughs) on my face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so there's that. So, yay. Yep. What was your original (laughs) aspect of it? Um, mine was basically that there was, uh, so Maisie was in heat, right? Mm -hmm. And (sighs) Travis kept forgetting. So when she went into heat, which we weren't expecting her to, and she was supposed to get fixed, right? So that's a whole extra part of this is that like, hey, you went into heat right when you were supposed to get fixed. So now we couldn't fix you. So now we had to reschedule the surgery, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, fine. So, like, I mean, that's not the end of the world. It's just inconvenient. Sure. But we also didn't really have any diapers for her because Mm -hmm. we figured that, oh, well, she won't go into heat again because we're going to get her fixed. So, like, we don't need any. So I, like, had to stop on my way home from work to, like, go and find a diaper. And so I stopped at a mud bay, which is, like, a, you know, pet store kind of, you know, whatever. They don't have disposable diapers, though. They only have the ones that are, like... The reusable, like, basically the, I mean, you can just, like, take the same thing off and on and wash it constantly, but they're, like, I was talking to the lady, I'm like, okay, well, what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't just, like, have her wear one diaper and have it be disgusting all the time. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, she's like, basically what I do is I put, like, a maxi pad in there, right? And Mm -hmm. just, like, change them out. And then, so that way you've got one diaper that, like, stays on better than the disposable ones and all that sort of stuff. And you just, like, change the lining in it, Mm -hmm. basically. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. So many times during this whole thing, I'm talking like within a week, it was almost every day of Travis letting this damn dog outside and forgetting to take her diaper off. Oh. So she goes and pees the diaper. Yeah, right? right. And so like <laughs> the first time it happened, he was like, oh, I forgot. And like, I, you know, I was, you know, on my, like I was doing my stuff in the morning or whatever. And like, he just, so in our laundry room, we have one of those little like, sink um sink like those like laundry sink things right Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and uh so he had put it in there didn't take the maxi pad out of it and it's just like a wet pea soaked diaper in that thing all day long and so by the time i get home she's got a different diaper on because he had found some disposable ones or whatever okay fine but like i was like okay well where's your other diaper and he's like oh it's in the sink like it's, you know, like, I, I forgot, blah, 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 and he explained the whole thing. Okay, fine. But, like, he had no intention of washing it or doing anything. So, like, I, you know, being pregnant, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't really want to have to deal with this, but I guess I can. Right. And, like, I went through and, like, um, 
you know, I'm trying to peel the maxi pad out of it, and it smells so bad because oh it's just God. like day old pee, yeah, right? right. Like dog pee, you know. And I'm just like, you know, like, oh my God, you know, fine, whatever. And so that was kind of inconvenient. You don't have to, you know. It's like, hey, dude, like next time you're dealing with this because that's your fault, not mine. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, and like, okay, so I only had to deal with it the one time. Fine. But he did it for so many days and he'd get so pissed at himself every time he did it, you know, because he's like, and now we have to wash it again, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and one weekend we washed it like three times and it takes a while because you have to go put it through the washing machine, put it through the dryer and like right. it takes forever to dry because of all the layers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But like it was a whole thing. And so at one point, like one morning he had done the same thing again and started like, you know, and it's like waking me up because he's pissed at himself <laughs> yeah. for having her pee the diaper again, right? And so I was like, why don't you just like put a sign on our back door and like, like say something about taking her diaper off? I don't know, like whatever yeah. will work for you to remind, like, even if it, you don't say anything, just put a post it note or something on there so that you remember, like, why is this here? Oh, we need to take her diaper off before yeah. you let her out of that door, right? So he literally, <laughs> on a big piece of paper, he wrote, hey, dummy, diaper, question mark, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, I was like, okay. And literally the next morning, forgot to do it again. Like, saw the sign <laughs> and immediately let her outside and was like, oh my god but it was like a solid week of him doing this and like uh, she's not in heat now anymore and we're getting her fixed at the end of the month so like won't have to deal with this again but like literally when i called because they're only supposed to go into heat like once every you know six months ish you know okay and from the beginning of october to I think it was like the middle of January. She went into heat again. So like earlier than what was expected. And so it's like, well, crap. And she went into heat like a week before she was supposed to get fixed. And last time her, she was out in heat for like three weeks. Right. And so it's like, I don't know. And so they're like, oh, we'll just like call us a couple days before and let us know. And we can take her off schedule, whatever. Yeah. So it was fine. But like, you know, of course, two weeks later, she's finally not in heat anymore. And so I called the vet and I'm like, dear God, when is your soonest appointment? Because I am not dealing with this again. You know, like, oh my gosh, you know. And so they're like, we can get her in in like two weeks. And I was like, thank you. You know, like, please, 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 please. So anyways, that was my, uh, that was my moment was that whole like snafu about the whole diaper. Like it was kind of funny because it wasn't necessarily happening to me. Like I was remembering, but he wasn't like other than the one time I had to deal with the pee diaper, like Mm -hmm. whatever. But it was just kind of like, okay, you know, like (laughs) what are we doing here? That's awesome. All of it, all of it just makes me go. It was was bad. It was really bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspitspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and email us your Idgit and Aspet moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.